It's that time again where we sit down, get cracking, and go over what DC Comics has given us this week. That's right, it's the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Warner. And this is episode number 308. 308, never late, Eric. And let me tell you where you can find us all around. Everywhere. In the basement. That's where you're going to find there. me down there. Uh-huh. I'll get to that in a second. I'm a cellar dweller for you. I think I have like 80 diseases. And that's, Can't blame the basement for that. That's three more than I had before <laughs> the basement, Eric. But I'm in my room. But you can also find us on the Twitters at Weird Science DC. We have a website, WeirdScienceDCComics.com. We have a YouTube channel, Weird Science Comics. And we have a Patreon account, Patreon.com slash Weird science. Now, I ended up having problems. We ended up having a tropical storm come flying through uh, Quakertown, and it pretty much flooded the whole town. At one point, Tanya went out, and it did look like she was like on the Mississippi. She was on the Sippy. She was. We had to get a pump because I ended up waking up early. And what was that, Wednesday or Tuesday morning? That was Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. So I I got up early. I was going to go down and do some videos for the YouTube channel. I go down, and I already... Up to my knees, which, you know, that's like three inches. There you go. You end up where it was already flooded. I said to Tanya, oh, my God, we have trouble. I start freaking out because my computer is on the ground in the deal. I go running. (laughs) I go running over and the computer's underwater. It's still on. I'm like, oh, my God, it's it's, I got I got time. here. I got. Well, then I go and grab the power strip it shocked the crap out of me i ended up falling down that's when i fell on my butt but ended up where it fried everything everything got destroyed for some somehow my mic even got knocked off of the desk into the water and imagine stuff. it shocked you you kicked the table it, it got may knocked have off. been but yeah i ended up saving Master a monitor disaster. and and my mouse Everything else got destroyed. Well, then I end up grabbing some things and trying to get them out of there. But then in the meantime, Tanya goes off to get this pump. She ends up taking a while. There was a lot of people out trying to get pumps and things like that because it was the flash floods and things like that. So when she gets back, I go to go That's down a flash there. Fact. Now it is like three inches from the ceiling. Now it is a lower basement. It's an older basement. But now I have to get the pump into the thing and i didn't want to just throw it because you kind of have to set it up you know straight so i go walking in i i'm like i'm there in a sinking boat where i have my head up there and i tripped because i couldn't see what was under the water i tripped went under the water ended up swallowing which the titanic orchestra is there still playing as you went down (laughs) and tanya's screaming because at that point i mean legitimately there was a chance i get tangled up in something and I die. I end up on. I come up. And I'm like, oh my god! And and I'm yelling. And then more water's going in my mouth, and it is disgusting down there. And it's all in my mouth. I have ulcers now, and I don't know if that's just worry ulcers. Is that a thing? I'm I so know. worried. I, those. I started yelling. I think I got the hepatitis. I started yelling. She's screaming at me like I'm she yelled out, Nothing's new. And she just she was yelling at me. She's like, "What are you doing? What do you mean? What am I doing?" But then also because well, you're of doing the, it wrong. Because Obviously. of this pump, you also have to make sure that the hose itself does, doesn't get tangled. So we, I go, and it, there's no switch on the pump, luckily. So you just put it in the water and you plug it in. So, so we go to plug it in. I shouldn't have been in the water still anyway at that point, but you end up there and nothing's coming out. This hose and the other, it was such a disaster. I have to go down. I'm feeling around for the hose. Everything didn't got call the destroyed. fire company. 
No, that what we heard is they ain't doing shit because of the corona. So you can't oh. do that. They're not okay. allowed to do that. Because I know when I was a firefighter, we used yeah. to you know pump out Plus, a lot of basements after floods. Everybody's basement. They ain't got that many fire company people. The next door neighbor, their basement was flooded. And what it ended up seemingly being is that grate that they have in front of our house that they ended up replacing at one point and making this little teeny grate that doesn't have that big opening on the top where the curb is. Yeah, it just ends up getting leaks and it. <laughs> overflows and the water goes up to our porch oh it's a disaster so yeah so then it end up and we get the pump and it's all and then it rains again <laughs> there's water down there again even st- right now to this day eric there's water but i did to have people actually be out, man, very nice we don't have a pump we have to oh, rent the pump one. no we have oh. to rent it so 300 bucks to rent it for a day. No, I don't, I I don't got know how no time to, to you Not know. a fancy boy with a basement. I ain't got no money to buy no pump. I don't know how much they are. I, I said to Tanya, this was only the second time. And then in third. My mind, you're saying this too. I, I know what goes into it from like when we used to do it during the fire, when I was in the fire company. But for some reason, you're talking about this. I'm like, you got like a bicycle pump in my mind. No, no. this It, it actually, I don't know. It's like a little thing. I can't even explain it. It looks like a little hydrant there. And you get it going and pumps it out with the with the lay flat hose, Eric. I know that stuff. But yeah, it was it wasn't cheap. And then I, the next day, I'm like, when do we have to take this pump back? Well, we have to get it back by noon. I'm like, it's now it's 11.30. 11.55. It was 11.30. I said, we better get moving. I'm not paying that again. Then we take it back and it rained again. But a lot of people were very nice and said, you know, you should start the Kickstarter. I said, what's that? To get your motorcycle going? I don't know what that is. Kickstand? Is that you what they said? your heart. So I, I, I'd like to do that. If Vince Neal's going to come and pump out my deal, he, he's, you know, he needs the exercise. <laughs> Eric, I've seen him Poor recently. He's not looking great. But I did mention to people, like, I, I'm not down with, like, the Kickstarter, but how you could end up helping is joining the Patreon. That's the segue in. And so then I wouldn't feel bad because then you're actually getting something for that in return. We have a lot of shows and I could try to make it worth your while. So if anybody feels sorry for me going underwater, shocking myself and losing all my equipment, it just sounds natural you to can me. join that. I ended up getting my new equipment. I now have a new computer. I went to Best Buy, got a new mic, a new computer and a new monitor. So, you know, I ain't a rich fella, but this needs to go on i mean if i ended up like i did do some impromptu things and that wasn't going to last long and either it was like we're at the crossroads is this thing going on eric didn't get to give a 10 out of 10 i can't stop this that's what's doing it yeah that's why i said i gotta go and i gotta go and get some stuff i can well that's what they they are the ones who don't want us to end that's (laughs) why they but yeah i said if anybody did feel bad or they want to end they needed a little kickstart themselves to join the patreon maybe that would be the way to check it out that doesn't mean you have to stay or whatever but you know it does lift my spirits in what has been one of the worst weeks in my entire life except when i met you that week that that (sighs) when you guys made fun of me because i was wearing jeans the last time i wore jeans making fun of you for wearing jeans the last time i wore jeans that was it once I saw people wearing shorts over there at that work, I went right with it. But yeah, you have that. It's tough though. I'm like, Tanya, uh, yeah, I know. I don't have a job. Uh, you know, they kind of are screwing around with this whole unemployment thing going on, but I really need to spend money on some equipment for the podcast that everybody in this house hates. Yeah. So, you know, that worked out well. But yeah, if you want to join the Patreon, that'll lift our spirits. 
get us going and inspire us for more shows. And I will say also, this is, is this the DC podcast, Eric? Is that what yeah, we're talking about? Okay. We're doing okay. The DC people listen, the good don't, one. Don't be like them Marvel freeloaders. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I end up over there, I'm begging people, please, I'm, I'm gonna put things at the dollar level. Just come and join. Nope. They, there's I don't know, a couple. Jim. Coming off sound, I'm kind of desperate there. There's a couple people who join. It just upsets me. I end up doing all this. I'm like, really? This is what's happened. I already told them. I laid down the law. You better start doing it. You ain't getting three shows a week. I'm not giving you the cow. You're going to have to pay for the milk. That's what I said, Eric. There you go. But I can't throw shade at the people already on the Patreon because we have a Hell bunch no. of bad asses and we have some new bad asses and some awesome. from the Marvel side of things, Eric. So I appreciate <laughs> that. And we're going to so, go right Marvel now. Guys, all that shade you just threw. No, about not that. that you, the people who, they know that they're good. I already spelled that out they over on the other good. side. It's these other freeloaders. I was so angry. But here we go. Eric, this is the badass. A roll call. Uh, ah, you're going to hear some new names and some old, uh, some returning. Eric, we got Jay Jennings. Welcome, Jay Jennings. Over from the Marvel side. Uh, We have Optimus Prime. He is back and he is better than ever. Eric, he's back and better than ever. Josh Murray. He's not a robot, by the way. Andrew Belfast. He ended up going on Twitter and saying, hey, he dropped Disney Plus and all this other nonsense so that he could afford to be a badass. So there you go. (laughs) See, we're even better than that. We have Adam L.W. Lafferty, Thomas D. Felrath, Ted Probst, Lawrence Lee, Crow T. Robot jumped up to be a badass. So we appreciate that. Robert Lewis, Forrest Pauly, Cam Joseph, Wajcik, Dalton, Edom, D-Man 3000, All New Dave, Lady Abby, Niels T. Keyword. I mentioned on one of the shows that you weren't on, or maybe it was last week when you didn't do the video. We haven't heard Niels. I'm worried about him and his, his sexual exploits. David Finks, Joey Barcosco, Steve Baum. Steven uh, jumped up as well, and we'll have a mail from him nice. coming up. He paid off his credit cards, Eric, and now he's celebrating. Tony O'Walton, Brian King, Michael G, Ken Halleck, Michael G there too, jumping up. Polly P, Comic Boom Rocky, and Eric, we're going to hit that again. Like I said, well, I wanted to, to welcome people. Yeah, I'm yeah, having yeah. problems here. Talk about Niels. Cellar dweller. It had to be on him. Really, really I wish he slipped and, and didn't come up. Mark Jager, Eric G. Aldrin Stoji, Ulysses Jones, Nick Adams, Bill Beer, Ruben, Carlos, Lone Wolf, Mark T. Funk, Luke Hollywood, Simon, Luis, Manship. Manship ended up getting duped by Marvel. This week with an editor's, like, one of those director's cuts deal. He bought both. Swanee, I'm like, why would you buy an issue and then also the director's cut? At the same time, thinking they were... Swanee, Anthony G, Josh Vermillion, Bobby Bain, I met Pete from NYC, Batman Beyond, Mark... Brandon Murray, Brandy, and Double Aaron, and also a little shout out I forgot last week to Reggie, all time great there. Reggie? So that is that, Eric. See, I got through it. A bunch of people jumped up. I can't help it. I can't help it if they they want to be badass. Eric, you oh, gotta I stop. You can't yourself. help it. Story time, though. You yeah, can't help that. Well, I wanted to welcome everybody. Is what I wanted to Let do. Let me there. talk about and Niels like that, and that his sexual cuts. exploits and manship. Well, What's been manship no, been man, up to everybody? I think manship was the second round when I started it up again. So I was able to do that. But I wanted to thank everybody who jumped up and jumped down, jump around, jump, jump. Hopefully, all that. Well, or don't jump off from what you said. Oh, hopefully does i don't need that all nonsense right. there you're like all right he just Here did all right let's re-recover. hey let's go again there you go 
No seller draws. I'll just say that. But everybody, we got a bunch of books tonight. Got a bunch of things. We got some mail. We got some chit chat. We got it all, right? Everything you need right here. Got it all and more right here on Dave TV. Except you should go over to the Patreon too. That's what you should do. Oh, yeah, do. we got some stuff over there. Don't yeah, we? we got some stuff over there as well. But thanks, everybody, for listening to the intro. I've never thanked anybody for listening to the intro. Thanks, all of the people on Maybe you the should. Patreon. Not just the badass, but everybody that helps us out. A bunch of people did jump up levels uh, to help me out as well as you, Eric. I'm going to end up paying for equipment. You're going to get Transformers and wrestling shirts is what I is I do important. like wrestling shirts. But we're going to go off now to the books. Now we have waited for far long enough for the part of the podcast we love. The meat and the cheese that we crave. Uh, yes, it's time for the reviews, Eric Shea. And yep. if you want to read our written reviews of these books, you can go over to our website, weirdsciencedccomics.com, and check those out. I am not going to hit a lot of sound effects tonight. Yeah, I was, no, there was shade thrown at me on the YouTube channel. I told you that YouTube is a different game. It's like the Wild West over there for me. I don't know how things work. And so unlike I'm the there. Batman who laughs, you're very reactionary. Yeah, really. <laughs> YouTube is the bullet. I'm the, the alley and the multiverse of the diamonds, right? Is that how it works? I, I, and, and, I, don't, I don't know how it Minnie works. Minnie Pearl is the, the pearls. Minnie Sarah. Pearl. It sounds yeah. like an actress. Minnie Pearl. It was We're a on- rapper. No, that was an old lady that was on the, what's it called? Yeehaw. <laughs> so she was an actress. Yeah, no, kind of. She's a singer. She's a singer. She ended up having uh, oh, that's the, a good name. She was the one with the hat with the price tag on the hat it, it, with all that on those, those television yeehaw? shows. So, yeah, yeah. That's what she was on. Sitting here, I'm like, Yeehaw. What is yeah, Yeehaw? She was on Yeehaw. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, she, she was a big thing. Mini Pearl, you don't even know her. You don't Not know shit head, no, about but I shit. did realize that the name sounded like it should be somebody important. No, it is. So there, take that. Mini Pearl, Pearl is so damn important. Just Mini like Pearl, Star. if you want to know what Mini Pearl looked like, it looked like a granny in, in the Beverly Hillbillies is what she I, looked I, I like. I imagine she looked like the sisters that was in the Pee Wee's Playhouse. We're not here to talk hee-haw. We're not here to talk or horse, horse apples. You ever see horse apples? That's Cr- that's a better show, horse apples. No, you, you got to check that out. Uh, I'll, I'll send you some I'm not horse an old apples. Man. No, no, horse apples is something that was on that Wondershausen. That was one oh. of the best shows ever. You keep and trying to get me to watch this Wondershausen. I, for some Cross reason, was on that. I refuse and... to watch it. I don't know why. I just do. I love it. 
I love. Uh, I'm gonna stand I, by my not imaginary guns that I have. I here. like horse apples on that, and I like beat kids. Those are two of my favorite segments, Eric. But we're here to talk comics, Beating kids, and. We have, you know, a couple comics to talk about tonight. A couple uh, of couples. Know, yes, we do. And actually more than you think, because I have some uh, in the middle section of Weird. the podcast as well, because there are things that you do not read or mm-hmm. and or want to talk about. So sure. we'll have those. But we're going to start with the two big books, big books by name. Uh, I wouldn't say that Justice League right now is a big book. I don't see a lot of hype around it. We've talked about this a while. Until it catches up with death metal, it is just kind of there. I still think it'll just be there. We'll we'll see how it goes. I think that Justice League is a book that deserves to be its own thing, not a tie-in to an event. So when we get to the death metal stuff, obviously we'll be talking about it. I do think that people will grab onto that because of death metal, but I want a Justice League book that's a Justice League book that tells a story that means something, not this nonsense that we keep getting. But the thing is, you we'll say see. that all Justice League was leading up to death metal, that kind of story, and I didn't really care for most of that. No, that's true too. But again, I just want something where people are like, man, you got to read that Justice League because it's it's cool because it's, it's Justice good. League. Like yeah. I was like it was when I was a kid. Mike, you got to read Justice League because it's Justice League. Yeah, and hopefully there are a lot of people talking about new teams, things like that. And if we do get a reboot, I, I think I we're heading people? to a reboot. You have been for years. I I am God, looking I team. at this moment without you know any sort of info coming out. It seems like if there was something that wasn't a real big reboot, they kind of give you a little inkling of some things. But when they go quiet, that usually to me means that something bigger is going to happen. They a got reboot. Their heads you're getting, right now. You're doing getting stuff. books canceled. You're getting things like that. And there has been talk of people just like, hey, if the Justice League does end up getting rebooted, if we get a whole reboot of everything, well, you know, what would you like the team to be? And everybody's saying they talk on Slack this week. There's hardly anybody who's like, well, I'd really like to have a team that has Flash, a Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, Batman and Superman and then throw Aquaman in. That'd be a change. Right. But everybody well, wants something big things, and new. Though, when you talk about that, like, you know. You want to have the tr- Trinity in my mind. You'd always like in my mind as well to have a Green Lantern and a Flash because yeah. these are big heavy hitters that you want on a team. But like, you know, my favorite team was Brad Meltzer's one where you had, you know, the Trinity, Hal Jordan, Green Lantern, Black Canary, Hawk Girl, Black Lightning, Roy Harper, Vixen, and Red Tornado. Yeah, yeah mix a it up a little down right on the there. bottom. I thought it was like, that's the most amazing team I can think of. I have done it. I say it, I say it that well, that quickly, be only because I have a framed picture of it right in front of me because of how much I love that team. And I read something along those lines again Yeah, I just hit a sound effect, Eric I'm not supposed to do that, I I got shade Well, you get bored (laughs) when I talk That's what started all this, actually No, I ended up where It's weird, because, you know, DC They don't want to go too off the deal Because they're going to be afraid it's not going to sell as much But there are people Now, people who yell, oh, I want this team, that team Do you think they're going to buy it if it's that team do you think that the people who yell because we see all the time people yell for books and then you get them and they don't buy them well, anyway just like yelling well do you think that if you had Yelling's a, team, a lot cheaper than spending because money. one of the things that i was looking forward to if we did and i seem to be the only one who's still talking about 5g uh i looked forward to having a jsa type feel of the just league we would have had the, th- the trinity still but old 
and these new younger heroes in there. And you probably would have had like a three tier thing because there would have been like a level of the old heads, like the the Trinity. Then you'd have the night wings there in the middle. And then you end up having. And I think that that could have been really neat. That would have been a way that you needed to change things up, but still have the old heads, Eric. But I just I just worry because of the idea that DC we're not in a time that uh, you know the old drastic the changes, squadron or something yeah. like that. And well, so the yeah. Justice League is the new. I'm just saying like the they would have been nice in. to be there to sit around and bitch and moan. You end up having Cassie come back. You know, oh my, and, what's and going Alan on did? here? Th- this nonsense and all this. Yeah, and you have Wonder Woman. This is how she talks. Yeah, I know she's smoking a cigar too. Yeah, you guys are bullcrap. The old heads here. We we did it better. And that's how you'd have. But I'd like to have like them being like in, comics. them being in the role of you know the mentors yeah, and yeah, things the JSA like that. Role. Yeah, the JSA role, and that's what I thought would have been cool. Now it'd be weird because we were also going to well, get a JSA I, book. So I'm I don't know how it worked. When you have like you know the JSA, the Trinity of them who are always like the guys who are there to give inspiration and lead others into the new like you know the, the way of the superhero. No. You had Jay Garrick, you had Alan Scott, and you had Ted Grant, and for some reason. You know, Ted Grant, he's a little rough around the edges at times, and I guess he would be the Batman of it, but like, I don't know why. For some reason, I just feel like Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman would just be a lot more sterner or a lot, uh, just a lot sterner. That's why I was talking like that. Then we have Wonder Woman. The JSA group. I don't know. For some reason, I don't want to look up to this person that just wants to punch me in the face all the time. I'm telling you, you go in. You're not doing it right, you you, piece of shit. Oh, my God, Batman, stop. You just ended up fighting Eclipso Jr. You're having some problems with it. You go back to the Hall of Justice. You go up to Wonder Woman. Man, we really could have used you out there. We need some help. And she has that cigar. She just blows smoke in your face. (laughs) Get out of here. You know, like that. Now, I do want to say one thing. You're going to come up here and mansplain something to me, kid? I want to say one thing that I was thinking about. Now, we go through the idea that Superman, he doesn't really age. You know, he aged to a certain point and then he kind of stops, right? And not, I'm right? you, he ages fine in my mind. He might but be slower you, a little bit, but yes, he's not but like what he's I'm saying, If you went 80 years in the future, you went 50 years in the future, you're not going to see a ton of difference. Sometimes they give him a little gray. You could get a touch of gray Just anyway. think about how he looks in Kingdom Come. Well, Wonder Woman, but even then, we've seen him at the end of time in some of these stories, and he looks great. Look, I mean, the guy looks great for his He has age. a beard that turned crystalline yeah. because of well, everything. Stuff. It's all these different okay, things. But I, you could play with the idea, though. I'm saying you could play with the idea that he doesn't look that much different uh, 50 years from now whatever i'm going wonder woman the same thing yeah. she doesn't age, she's, but she's batman would age right oh yeah yeah that's why we got bat baby. that no bat baby that's why Lazarus we got that pit. stupid bat well, baby i'm well, telling you right we, now we, they we are going to reset essentially it. and you know that the batman superman or superman batman generations but by the end you go like in the far future no. still super, batman has just been hanging out with lazarus pits on a spaceship yeah it's still i think that when you reset and these timelines when you reset magic. these timelines they are going to do what they were going to do with 5g they're going to age things Telling you, there was no reason for that baby Batman to be anywhere near that Dark Knights. We'd never seen him. We didn't know anything about it. But yet, he's a baby. If he ages 40 years old from there, he's pretty much what Batman is now. I think that's the out. I think that that we're going to see Bat Baby be the new Batman. It's going to be all that. Doesn't matter. He's there. He's just laying there crying. He's crying in the Batcave somewhere, and he's going to be scooped up by Batman. 
Yeah, I'm telling you. I, do I, I don't think, think they're anything gonna, like that. Well, they said they're going to open up the timelines, and they have to do it somehow to make Oops, so you everything open up the fit. timelines, in my mind, we just go back to where we were before, where in my mind, the way the comic book time works, the way I do I'm saying, I keep saying the way I do it, but this is just the way I see comic books working, and it has worked out pretty well for me. But Batman's been going around for about 16 years at this point for where we were before Flashpoint. Okay, where's JSA then? Because we've already seen they're 99 years old, so you can't well, have JSA them were magically do that. De- like, you know, de Well, before. now you're starting. Starting to get well, then everybody could be magically DH. Yeah, I, I think that's, that that's what's happened with deal. JSA throughout the time that we've been able to have you, them survive past you know World you, you War Two. Explain to me why we have Bat Baby in that book. There is no it's reason like, I don't for know it why at all. We have a Batmobile Beast or a B Rex because they were in the book. They were actually in Death Metal. I don't know that we're going to get Bat Baby until something goes on, but I, I think that's the out. That was a weird thing to just throw in at the end of that issue out of nowhere and not even be a you know, a dark night. It's just a baby saying, I'm I'm the two worlds together and all that nonsense. But speaking of that, we're going to start with Batman. I, I just, I'm telling you, I, that Bat Baby story has been bothering me since we talked about it on Thursday on the Patreon, just for the idea of why the hell was that there? Was it just for chuckles? Because I hey, got Garth some. Hey, Garth Ennis, come in here and write something. What do you yeah. want to write? Some bullshit. Yeah, okay. but again, <laughs> y- you had Batmage. Dr. Arkham, you had other Did opportunities we- <laughs> with that. We didn't get them. So why was Bat Baby in there? To be a Batman. None of these characters make matter Just to at be all. a Batman, though, that is a baby. I, I swear that Batman's going to grab that baby and that's going to be our Batman when they age everything and whatever the nonsense goes on. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to take this dark they're version of myself these and raise it as my own son. I'm starting to think that they're just going to reboot now and just say the hell with it and get, get something new. I don't know. Everybody seems to be down on DC books when I'm talking to people. I talk to like three people you today. Yell at people. Nah, I'm just talking to people. They message me and say, "Yeah, I'm not reading any DC books anymore." I'm like, yeah. oh, "Well, there we go. We're we're done. <laughs> we're done. Back it up. Nobody's reading Batman number ninety six. You think that the uh, the Joker War hype is still going? Because I don't hear it. I hear no, nothing about it is, now. Like I was saying on all these other podcasts, where I, the Joker War in my mind was the big summer event outside of Death Metal because I didn't really care about Death Metal. This was my summer event, but here we are at part two, and I'm like, why was the prelude better in my mind? Yeah, that's my problem, is you actually have a cool-down issue, it seems, for the second issue officially of the event. That's weird. That's very weird in my mind. And we, we end up with an issue that isn't, horrible it's not bad i'd like some of it but yeah. what you get is just you know it, it pretty much slams the brakes on something that i thought already had slammed the brakes but it is batman 96 written by james tyne in the fourth art by jorge jimenez timo moray and clayton cowles the joker war takes a little breather with a look at what batman's future gotham might have looked like and then what it's going on now it's for a little reals right now it's all about the joker and his movie house dreams and nightmares and it's the only showing of zorro ever where people are dying to get in that's a little joke there eric it's nonsense this whole thing would you have gone to this whole thing if you were given a thousand dollars to show up at a movie theater for a showing would you have shown up yeah probably i might have i might have but that's the thing though it's weird because we already saw those people there before the announcement seemed to be no, I'm talking the about the whole talk, deal. You know, that's the thing is, yeah, because we even talked about it when we had up, like, and yeah, just, we talked about like, where did all these people come from when he was buying the Monarch Theater? 
Yeah, so he he actually dug those up, but at that point I'm they looked everybody alive. though who go no, yeah, well they were jokerized, yeah, so yeah. a dead jokerized. Well, so you get in this though, you get well, I used the designer's tech. I'm like, really? Like that seemed to not be Again, specifically the, the designer designer's seemed like yours. It, oh, that's the thing is we don't know enough about the designer yeah. to know what was or wasn't his tech. Even this whole thing because it doesn't feel very jokerish except for the green smoke coming out of people's no. mouths. But when no. we saw it before for. Some kind of prelude. I forgot where it jumped in. It might have been at the end of the prelude or one of those offshoot issues. But when we saw it, it was some guy in front of a laptop with a headset. Yeah, it was one of the last controls ones. Going. I'm like, all right, are you telling me now that you're going to control this whole bunch of things? Like you have people, people were set even up? claiming that that was Hero at one point. There was a lot of talk about <laughs> like that. Is, but is, yeah, is there a bunch of like henchmen set up at an internet cafe, all individually I, controlling yeah. these little jokerized dead yeah. people? He luckily has the money because now he has to hire. A, he's got to hire a damn city. He's got to a tech corporation. To I mean, this. I know me. I can only control one of those assholes, even though they're just sitting there. Better control what I do. I'm like, look at what I'm doing. I, I'm there. Me and you are next to each other. I have mine, putting a hand up yours asses. You know. Doing the ventriloquist dummy act, I'm having a, a grand old time you try myself. This having the Joker tech, that's true. Or well, now tech. that I have the designer slash Joker tech, but even then, it's just, eh, you know, you have the wow moment of I dug up everybody that I ever killed, and they blame you for not the being is, there. And- there is a lot of outlander stuff going on in this issue, and I actually, you know, I got behind it just because the thing as we talk about the money and what's he going to do with this and that and the other thing, and I'm thinking. Well, he has he, a he, he, he has billions shovels. of dollars. He can do anything he wants with this money because you know money talks and bullshit walks, and he's got mm-hmm. the money now, and people are going to do whatever the fuck he wants because of it. Yeah, well, that's what he's doing. I'm telling you, he's buying shovels and, and internet cafes <laughs> so that you can control shit with <laughs> VR VR deal. I'm like, I'm looking through the the eyes of a dead man. I don't know. And then I'm waiting for at one point to. Haha, I'm here. Oh no, it's the first victim. He's showed up too. Oh, no. But yeah, have all this going on and you start off with a gassed up Batman. Batman is high as shit and he's thinking about all that greatness My that he would have had. Part of this book when we see Batman's little Gotham the Did way it remind you always of, wanted to see it. It's Gotopia. It's Gotopia again. Yeah. That's the problem is a lot of this story and of I Joker love, Wars, everything. It's like a greatest hits. Now that was Gothopia not was, his deal. I know. Say, it was Gothopia, John Layman's. Yeah. Gotopia was not a great story but the no. idea I loved where you go to the like this place where you have Batman actually being the white knight. He has achieved everything he wants to do. You had freaking yep. Catwoman being Catwoman. You know, was it? Keppard, Keppard sidekick. With that but, white say, outfit. It was it, awesome. It, it's, an, it's an awful name Kepper, but this Kepper. idea of this utopia Bat that Batman has created in Gotham, I love seeing these things. Even like I was giving crap to that new Batman costume that Alfred created for him yeah. in his it special cool room. Here. I think it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Even the idea that this is the first time in his hallucination that he has to go out in a month to take on Mr. Freeze, and I love this. <laughs> the Sons you of liked, Freeze, you Ice Pop and Snow Cone. Really, right there is why you'd hate your father. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be Ice Pop. Ice Pop. <laughs> ice AIP. Pop and Snow Cone. AIP and and SC. For some reason, this idea of this future that we have years from now where everything's fine, where Mr. Freeze is going out and trying to why do something. Be Kid he, Freeze? <laughs> Kid ice cold, Pop and you Snow Cone. Know, you're it, called Mr. Freeze. Yeah, at I, least you I, sound I dignified. I don't know. They have to grow into those kind of monikers right now. I guess. I actually, somebody junior. 
I actually liked it as a deal Everybody's with this junior. because no, they don't. I was the third, Eric. I was coming up. You always will be. So with this, uh, I do like that Batman is thinking in his fucked up mind about what this Gotham would be like, and I also like the idea that he realizes that shit's still gonna go wrong. I like the idea that he still is but fighting have a lot of free time. Crime. Uh, in, in my mind, if he really was a dreamer. He would be thinking about the stuff like, oh, man, everything's great. You'd have and a lot of times when people play with this like a gotopia, it is the idea of on the surface, it's idyllic. You know, everything's going great. But underneath that, you realize that things are going wrong. No, this is just, you know, future Gotham. It's just him fighting some legacy characters. But again, this is kind of why I I keep bringing some things up is. You know, would you like to have a Luke Fox at one point Batman fighting Snow Cone? Because these would be like the legacy deal. And when we do get these legacy characters thrown into the books in the last month or so, we've had a couple of we've we've really liked them. And that's why I thought, ah, it's it's a shame we didn't get to have at least have that get a chance, but nobody wanted it. Who's the writer that did uh the the Justice League United? The one that everybody loves. Jeff Lemire. Jeff Lemire. He yeah. created for that whole thing. I couldn't think of that off the top of my head, but he created the character Equinox for that. And, yeah. and then that JU, uh, Justice League United, like Forever Evil, not Forever Evil, the Future's End thing we saw in the far, like the five years from now. He had a character that he created for Equinox to fight in that five years called Polar Geist. Yeah. And it's a yeah. cyborg uh, dude who rides on a polar bear. I want to see that character. You want Polar come Geist back. again? Sorry, polar, polar Geist showed up for like. Two pages, I think, of an issue it. that came out five years and ago. I haven't been able it. to stop thinking yeah. about Polar Geist. I want to see more of him. And Equinox was that first Cree hero, the yeah. whole deal with the Canadian deal. That yeah. was the Justice League A. Remember, yeah. they wanted that to be the team. That's what I the call JLA? it, the comic book shop. Because yeah. it was really like, Justice League Canada's coming out? You mean the JLA? Yeah, that was pretty good. But yeah, so you get this. And with that, you also get mentions of Selena and Bruce being married. You have Alfred, so even though is. Alfred is never like showing full face. And yeah, the older Batman. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh, no, things aren't right when you have Alfred's next snap. Yeah, things aren't right when that happens. All of a sudden you Hands got, down, you know, sometimes dead is better. He's got the Joker face. Batman's no. yelling. And the art's great, yeah, especially in that beginning part. Uh, and then you have Batman wake up and you see that so Harley did not my- die. I wanted and to there's see no that, explanation. I wanted to see that utopia Gotham a yeah, little I bit know. more. And I, if, when we were well, coming out of the dream state and see Harley there, I'm happy to tell you. Then I sewed up my neck a little bit. Yeah, I'm happy to tell you. And Osani just called. She is working on the book where Selena is still working in that deal that is real. And, uh, and so then you end up having, yeah, Selena like, eh, look at me. I look like the Frankensteins. <laughs> and I'm going to paint my face green on Halloween. Like, no, no, no. I want to know how you got out of that. You, like you got your sliced and got thrown into the sewer. sewage. Yeah. Well, what happened? Yeah, oh, that's... No, don't worry, Batman. I, I fixed myself up and you've been here for three days. I'm like, how the okay. hell did you get Batman mm. and get him to this place three days ago? And no. what have you been up to? Tell me something because why yeah. did we just jump three days ahead for and no explanation given about anything? I swear to God, it's the same amount of days he was sleeping in freaking Paris. When Catwoman had him in Tom King's well, city of the it's, it's been three days that he's been knocked out cold because of this new Joker toxin. Naomi still only had her powers for two hours now. I know, really. <laughs> I think she's had it for five minutes. Yeah, so you get all this whole deal. Hey, the whole city's going nuts. Hey, have you seen?
seen this new ad that Joker has on. Now, in the meantime, before you do get out of nowhere, just an aside. Hey, look, the city's gone nuts. Everybody, sure it's has. Road Warrior times 10. They're going to the Thunderdome here. And Joker's you get, giving everybody money to be a henchman. to giving them Joker mobiles, Joker cycles, yeah. Joker planes. You, you get c- Clown Killer, who is the... Batman version of Negan here in Eric, and that is a reference that I don't even understand me even saying it myself, but he has Weird. that bat with the, the stuff around it and a bat batarang, and he's going like, hey, and I mentioned to you, I'm like, hey, how about that clown killer before? Club. And you go, I like him. He he killed some clowns. He did what he, he did had what to do. Yeah. He's keeping on brand. And yeah, that's just there to be he's here. Speculation again. I saw people are grabbing on just the idea that we have the Gotham being overrun with people in clown masks taking over the city just after our city of Bane, which is crazy to think. This is how bad Gotham was. Like everybody better move the hell out after this. Burn this place to the ground. Let's let's get rid of Gotham because this shit keeps happening. But the idea that we do have regular people. Like Clown Hunter stepping up to take out people, whether or not like Batman's not going to be happy about this because he's killing no. folks, but he is taking out and saving people in a world where their Batman's kind of crazy and, and been out yeah. cold. And it's funny, though, in this, and it's not fully that, but it does give me, again, everything in this story by James Tynan always just reminds me of something else. And for some reason in that, because we do get mention of Harper Row earlier. Yeah, yeah, that's a good the, call out. In the whole deal, I know Dancer Mike would have been Tompkins. driving nuts. But yeah, and I actually thought that it would have been a cool way, but I don't know how you can explain it in just a sentence that Harper would have become the new Leslie. Yeah, she's working towards that, it seems. But Clown Killer here just showing up and doing this reminds me so much of a little bit of Harper, but a lot of Duke Thomas when we ended up having zero year and stuff when yeah, things yeah. were going wrong with that. And it's just the progression and seeing him just by himself doing that stuff, protecting a, a family and things. It, did remind me a lot of Duke in the zero year again, you know, making me be reminded of another story and not in this one. But the big thing going on is the idea that Joker has we saw it. He's buying up all the movie houses. He is. He's not just getting the big franchise ones. He's getting those indie theaters, Eric, that play those the nonsense. Guys. They play, they actually have the best one. They, they play subtitled movies. You ain't going there. But no, you have them I, setting I, I, this up. because I can't read. That's yeah. not on them, though. Yeah, well, it is. They, they, they're, they're buying nonsense. the Grand Theater, Jim. They're buying nonsense. the $2 movie theater. Yeah, no, that's, he didn't mean that. I'm telling you, he's talking the Doylestown fancy-ass theater where you go and it's like $17 million to get in the last time I checked. It's fancy. And they, they don't well, serve popcorn. too rich for my blood. You, you end up, they have caviar that they serve while you eat. Right? So I'm you have this Frank going on. House that I go to by the Steel Stacks yeah, in Bethlehem. That's, that's pretty lowbrow. Then you, you're drinking your Miller Light there. <laughs> it's I not sure like am. you have your pinky up, but I you do. have this I'm a where fancy Miller time Batman, Yeah, Batman freaks out. There's hardly yeah, get away. And then she's like, "Listen, you got the Joker toxin strain that you had punchline do. She doesn't want to say punchline's real name. She keeps saying that she's going to catch line. us up and punch Batman face. a little. Yeah, punchable. And then the underbroker, he doesn't get as much shade. And everything's going on, but everything's bad because Mr. J, he's on the TV and he has this. Now, again, if I see an ad, now you asked me before, just straight up, if I was going to be offered money to go to a movie, yeah, I'm there. 
But if I'm offered that in an ad by the Joker and the guy in the ad gets shot at the end, nah, I don't think I'm showing up. But at least you're no, getting something. It's $10,000. Yeah. At least you're getting something here. This actually, to me, feels like the better version of that let's try to make the Joker laugh and yeah. the jokes and riddles where people were just going for no apparent reason and then getting thrown on a pile of dead bodies. At least you're going to have these people like, well, I'll risk it. Maybe I won't get killed. No, you're all going to get killed. But I don't know. You end up I think where, I can get away, Jim. And, and again, to me, it's the setup of all of the theaters. So, oh, my God, Batman can't save everyone. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? At the end, the Bat family swoops in and they end up having a plan to go stop it all is what I think is going to be There's going There's way more on. theaters in Gotham than there are Bat family members. Yeah, but I think you're going to have even more characters show up. Again, where's Superman that would just fly in right now and just got and destroy problems. things? You have to put that aside, but it's still where you have... You know, Harley trying to tell Batman, you got to rest, you got to be good, you got to do this. And Batman's like, no, I'm out. He's talking to Alfred over the comms this whole time. And Harley says, whoever you're talking to is not there. Your whole comms system got fried. Your whole suit is fried out. So whoever you're talking to is in your head. She seems to know. And maybe she smells it, Eric. She smells the electrical fire. It really smells like ozone. That's because she fell in that sewer. She can't smell shit. She's going to smell that sewer forever. But he goes off. The the tranquilizer that she just kind of pulls out of nowhere to try to sedate Batman here. Do you think she had that on her so that needles is filthy with sewage on it? So she actually did trick a Batman? It would be awful. Yeah, Yeah, it's disgusting. It's awful. And she tries to. Nighty night hepatitis. Yeah, (laughs) nighty night hepatitis A through C. And then he goes off and he's like, well, we need some Batman action. So let me kick some of these Joker, you know, hoods. I, I, do, I do like this thing when he jumps out the window to get away, though, because he has to get to be like, Harley is screaming at him, Gotham needs you to get your shit together or we're yeah. all going to die. I'm like, yeah, you're right. And Batman, for some reason, like you and I were talking about before we got on, seems that he's really into the idea of being the man of willpower that he is. He knows that Alfred in his ear is not real, but he does not want to get rid of it because yeah, it seems almost like a calming effect where it's like – I think it, that he's trying to get something. I actually think that it's it, – it seems like it's a psychological thing, like he's cracked a little. But I think that he's trying to get something to ground him while he's jokerized, uh, you know, the toxin, this new toxin. And I think that he's using that to like, all right, let's go through this like I normally would have before. Yeah. And it's neat to – to read it as you go and sit there and like, boy, I wish Alfred was back. Uh, but Me yeah, too. You, you end up because of this whole thing happening on, at the reboot. Monarch Theater. So he ends up heading off. How dare he? I'm going to go. And he goes down. Oh, man, it's just like it was back in the day. I don't know if I'm thinking this because I'm oh, it's all refurbished. Or it's refurbished. Did Joker put the, the money, money into this or am I just crazy? It's both, Batman. Why can't we have both? And then he goes in, and there is all of the dead bodies that are watching the movie, and that's where now, that's comes the thing on the is, screen. With the explanation that these are all the people that have died at the Joker's hands all this time, people have dug them yeah, up, they brought them back pretty over good, here. actually, and even though they say they don't. Well, that's the thing is, you know, like, oh, they're decayed. Yes, some of them have some skin mess and whatnot. Nah. I'm thinking to myself, thinking of a normal movie house, and even the, the Monarch at this point, I don't think it's the biggest one they have going on. Plus, how old it is. Mike. Nah. I feel like for all the attacks on the city and, like, how many things have gone wrong There's in way Gotham, more there, there should be, like, did they, like, have a cutoff by, like, Tell all me. right, guys, Get we only have Superdome. this. Like, did hey, they dig know. up too many and realize they had a limited seat count? Well, that's why actually you don't realize this is demonic. They have the some of them 
And then they have 17 other theaters with the rest, but they're, they're not as important here. You just have these, and you are do using we go that and tech. Get, do we go and get Duke Thomas's parents? Because while they still are alive, they're pretty much dead because no. of what's happened to them. Maybe. Is, is like, are we going to have semantics Jason's about ta- what Jason Todd's mom is? You know, yeah, all the people going on. And, and is the other body of Bruce Wayne that died underneath Gotham with the is he there? You got, but yeah, you end he up with reborn. that tech too. Yeah, but he used the, the Genesis machine, Eric, and then his scars were removed for at no, least a, the an afternoon. I'm telling you, the afternoon that those were missing. You end up though where yeah, Joker's just taunting him. These are the people I'm going to use the designer tech, and now we're all going to fight you. And that's where you end. I'm like, man, this Batman is, is more of a you know zombie fighter than anybody in deceased. I mean, he has Seriously. been fighting dead people over and over. Y- you may have Haley Joel Osment. He sees dead people. Batman fights. Them, well, not only and that, it we were just stop. talking about it last week with the ultra humanite and his cyborg zombies of Batman and Superman are fighting over there in the Batman yeah, Superman exactly. book. Exactly. Like, yeah, never a stops. Of, yeah, he just fights the zombies. And I don't understand this smoke, green smoke coming out of zombie ass mouths, freaking technology uh, that we have. That you can I, talk I, through, animate, whatever. Yeah, My ultra humanite shit makes sense to me. This does not. I would love to see that, you know, internet cafe where they're all there controlling it. Batman is ready to fight, and all of a sudden the internet goes down there in the cafe. All of a sudden the Starbucks well, loses that's, the internet. That in my mind, should that's be a way out thing. of this where you cut the I think Wi-Fi. That will be. I think that maybe that would be a thing where just shut down all the Wi-Fi. Shut it down. And then in a thing so that would you remind you of everything. Again, though, it would remind me of Deceased, where you're going around and crushing <laughs> all cure. of the phones. Yeah, there we go. Cyborg's head shows up. Hey, what's up? Hey, heads up, boys! And then you, it'd be you're like done. that weird part in like Batman v Superman, where the Flash comes from the future inside Bruce Wayne's dream, and it's a weird kind. Of, I'm telling you, that part of the movie never made I'm, sense to me. I'm gonna have we, to take your word for but it. We have that cyborg head coming through that portal. Like, there's a cure. There's a cure. The wrong story. Ah, uh, sorry, boys. And then he goes up, <laughs> goes, and then back another in. portal opens, and Quinn Mallory from Sliders jumps out. I, I was hoping more for uh, Bugs Bunny. He took a, a wrong turn at Albuquerque. Eric is what I'm he did. I'm not combining my DC heroes with the Warner Ooh. Brothers cartoons. Now I'm just three stooges. Hey, who needs to manipulate? And that's what happens. Then all of a sudden, well, how much for the little cows? You have it all, Eric. It's great. I don't it's, want a, it all. it's a crossover. Ah, uh, yes. But yeah, you're going to have Batman fight some more. And this, again, this is a setup issue. And that's fine. It defined the but thing about it, it sets is stuff up, but it over like it, it just completely shoots over the lot of stuff that we were dealing with to get to the next setup. I'm like, that's the problem. We had story. You just looked over to get here. What you're doing is setting up a reset of things we saw in the overlong prologue that we had that was originally the designer thing. And then getting to the main story has been less. You said it. This seems less now than what we had in the prelude. And I'm talking not official prelude, but yeah. And so you end up getting, you know, what would be a cool reveal at the end. Oh, my God. All these dead people have Joker toxin coming out. But we've seen this many times before. We saw it being goofy. And now you're just throwing, oh, that was designer tech, which we never really explained before. So then you have Harley who, oh, my God, Harley got sliced. She fought punch. She's good. And now she's okay. And then, you know, Batman. So with the idea that we had a bunch of. I still want to know what's up with Catwoman. We had a bunch of lead up. Well, she's doing something. You know, you end up with a talk. Hey, what's up with the cat ladies? (laughs) But you end up with this all with going on where we had what the designer. And I still think that designer story 
was not hitting as well. So they're like, let's kickstart this whole deal. Now, I think it was always going to lead into this Joker War, but I think it started to get a little more Joker War centric once Punchline was a big thing. So, okay, let's redo this. Let's get this really big. And you get this lead in where we were getting more and more excited. And now we've actually hit the actual story. And it's doing what a normal thing would do. You start up with the setup. I mean, people can say, listen, you guys are complaining it's all set up. It's only the second issue of a story. But we had so much before that that but it Jim, feels like we've been dealing with this too long have to have Hunter. set up. Yeah, Clown Hunter. <laughs> what, what's next? What's Punch next? Punchline and Clown Hunter. Buzzer It's a brand I'm new Gotham gym. What, what are we going to have? You know, are we going to keep going with this nonsense? I mean, really. When yeah, tell us stories. like every issue, you're going to get a new bit of tech. Now every yeah. issue, you're going to get a new character. We're going to get a new character involved. I mean, what else are you going to get? The, the Ringmaster? Is he next? The Ringmaster? You, you're going to get the, the bearded lady man. Is that going to come up? I, I can't think of any other things with clowns. Good, I don't good. Know. Are we going to get the Ronald's McDonald's? I don't know. But yeah, it just seems like when you get something like that clown hunter just there for no real reason, it almost in my mind feels like, ooh, we don't have much going on. So we need to sell this a different way. And we'll get this and that will get the hype, all the stuff. It, it's like the Robin King that we just yeah. had this week. It's just thrown in there to be something where... People will get it for a first appearance. I want a story, and the story does not develop any more in this issue at all. I more about the hallucination than anything else going on at the beginning of this. I just didn't want to wake up. This is basically me every day of my life now. I, I get upset when I wake up, Eric. I'm like, oh, man, another day, another day, another two cents. It's true. It might be sad, but it's true, as Metallica once sang. But what would you give this? I'd end up giving this a 6.5 out of 10. I'm going to go the same. The, I enjoyed the art in this one a lot. It's just that when I care more about a hallucination than the actual story that I've been waiting for, I'm like, there's a problem here. And the there is a problem. With, That's how you get hooked there. When, when the hallucination is, is better than real life. So when, I just want to warn you that. Harley Quinn jumps up like, okay, Batman, you're fine now. Well, what happened before when, you know, the, the, the Batwing showed up at the freaking side shooting missiles and shit? I'm like, it doesn't matter. You've been out for no. three days. The Joker's taken over. You're insane. My neck, fine. All right. Fine. Like, Clown just, killer. He's you, killing people. You just people. glossed over a lot of He's interesting the- things that I wanted to see after the last issue. And now we're just moving on to Monarch Theater business Monarch and zombies. theater. Yeah. And that's a little less than, you know, what the lead up I thought was going to be. So we'll see. And and you have a couple issues left, obviously. We have, uh, you know, a bunch. But just the idea that this whole story just leads to him buying a bunch of movie theaters. Yeah, I, I need a little He's more than that dream. for the Joker war. But we're going to move on because I'm a 6'5 as well. I think the art's great. And the art is really, really good in that hallucination. Oh, yeah. Especially when Batman, the older Batman with the touch of gray, when he freaks out with Alfred, it has no. a very much Neil Adams look to it, which I actually really do like, which is funny because he gets a call out in the first panel of the Gotham City years from now hallucination. And, uh, you know, that I always love that. But what is next? Next up, we have Justice League number 50, anniversary issue, written by Cy Spurrier with art by A.A. Ron Lopresti, Matt Ryan, David Baron, and Tom Napolitano. 
it's the end of the Justice League ruling a planet arc. And even though I know this, that this story isn't for everyone, hell, it's not right even here, all that much for me. Science. But for some reason, because of the extra page count that we get here, this edition finale to our story feels more fleshed out than the rest and isn't just a series of unfortunate events perpetrated by our heroes just to be dummies. We get a big W here as our heroes overcome the villain of the story. And even with this being my favorite part of the story, I'll be happy to move on to something else next issue. Yeah, I didn't like it as much as you. I thought that things meandered a bit. We had things repeated over and over that we had already in the first two issues of this story. And by the end, I, I was reading it. I didn't realize it was oversized. I'm like at 18, 16 pages or so. And I'm, when is this going to end? I look, oh, crap. And so I kept reading, but it just kept going on and on. You know, the justly go out in space. They say things that are unfortunately not well out of context. Then they come back. Everything's going. But you well, do end up is, seeing. It's not exactly the justly being dummies this time. It feels like we've moved on a bit from where that's what I really could well, not we see at the end. That's the, the only thing that I don't like is you do end up getting the end of being haha we tricked you but everything that we tricked you doing was off panel and it's not as clear cut as i would like and including a couple things that are spelled out and i don't even know what power sets they're dealing with here and which character technology but with all of this going on just the idea of this planet that has these two factions they can never get along Drama. they hate each other and then you have this other you know, deal attacking. The, it just wasn't interesting enough for this whole deal. I, I just was not interested in the planet. I was not interested in the enemy and the Justice League itself just kept bickering. Then you have Batman jump in because he's being controlled. But overall, I was I, I was just bored. I was bored throughout this whole thing and just wanted it to end. I just wanted to see how it was going to end. But, you know, up until then, I just like I said, I was bored. You're really pushing in with those kids that they save where they have picked their factions and now they hate each other. That was overdone in my mind. And you end up the curiosity and hope are going to show them the way going forward. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can talk about this because I'm going through it. I really don't have much to say until the very end because of, you know, the idea that you just well, keep one of the reiterating that I had a things. problem with the last issue talking about the Vermadeem, how you know John Stewart was talking from his ring. It's not a lot of information with people, but they perceive time differently. And that really stuck in my crawl last issue. I'm like, what does that mean? How how are we doing anything with that? Here you do get fully the understanding of what's going on because the Vermadeem, these alien threat that the Thralas are, you know, facing right now that the Just League are trying to stop. They perceive only the present. Now, do, go- is it that they are, aren't allowed to think of the past and the future, or are they I think it's more of an ideology. If okay, you bring because- up the future, if you bring up the past, your ass is going to get I executed. Got that. But again, like I would have liked, because you have the, the general, the leader, he has his face blown up, and they're like, what happened to you there? I just want him. what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Hey, because they're not allowed to talk about. But that ends up being very odd because we were even joking where they, around. Where they don't perceive it properly. Like they said, like this is only the present and the idea of anything other than what they perceive being there is how heresy did they get, to them. How did they get space travel? And how do you get any sort of One advancement? I'm telling you, but you can't because then that thing that you did yesterday, you, you can't end up thinking Look, about how you would do it. How did Adam Sandler get anywhere with Drew Barrymore in 51st States? And that's just a date. I'm talking about if you sit there and go, yeah, you know what? We should make a spaceship. You're dead. That's the future. Oh, man. What did we work on yesterday? You're dead. That's the past. You would just have these guys just just sitting around. 
you just have you sitting around. Yeah, but I don't think you could because then you'd be like, okay, what did I do? Up, I was thinking about what I did yesterday, and just the idea of wanting to get to a war with a plant that's in the future. It just to me, it ends up being a silly notion that seems clever, but it doesn't really make sense. If you are traveling from your planet to trying to fight. You're thinking of the future. You're also dealing with a thing that happened. And they're going with the idea that, okay, we're just going to go war, war, and go. But it just, it never hit with me. It just seems really silly. And it's just there See, for I a device. I thought it was kind of clever. For, it was a device. And it is a device of the Empress Sidonix, who was the ruler here. And drove me nuts. But go on. Tell us about Sidonix's plan. Okay. But uh, the whole idea that the, the, the Ver- Vermadine do not perceive time, this is a great part because in last issue, we did see that, you know, separately, the way of the spark and the way of the cell, they went individually because they can't stand each other. They went to the Vermadine and they offered gifts and everything seemed fine, but it's only in this issue now that we have Wonder Woman who talks to the young children who have now taken the way of the cell or the way of the spark and hate each other. She has taught them that curiosity and hope is the only way to really have a future for, like, you know, to get rid of all the violence and terribleness that Thrala has been facing this whole time. And when she does find I'm telling you, she does kind of use them to this degree. It's like, all right, kids, I'm going to inspire you to do something great here. But really, I'm just doing this to end my own like means right here. Like, I need to look at both of your files and I need you guys to be on board with it. So I'm just going to, whether they are better off, you know, hating each other or loving each other on this planet, Wonder Woman is imposing her own will here, which she did not want anybody else in the Just League to do. Like, you can't rule them, but really just imparting your own beliefs on these people so you can get to this whole information. But to find out that the way of the spark gave one gift to the Vermadine, the way of the spark gave the other gift, and when you combine those gifts together, it creates an explosion, which Empress Sidonix wanted this whole time, because now you have two factions who supposedly, if they go off, everything's fine on both ends. You have the Vermadine who can't talk about what happened because it happened in the past. Right now you have an Empress who has set this whole thing up, even sending the children out on that barge for the justly to come. You have an alien force that's coming down and she is just, you know, seeing them screw up over and over again. We have the ambassadors of the Way of the Spark and the Way of the Cell who are secretly working with her this whole, the whole time to make the Just League look like buffoons. The thing is, all they have to really do is videotape them because the way that they've been presented the last two issues, they have been buffoons. It's been driving me nuts. But here we do have this whole idea where they do overcome Empress Sidnix and take her down because they have realized what she is up to. And I'm like, you set this up almost like a noir mystery where you do put all your pieces on the table by the end and explain it. And, you know, a lot of people don't. I know Jim doesn't care for that because I don't I because it's all off panel. You yeah. don't even see any hints of what's going on. Well, you do that. Like, even when you have Batman Batman's here. acting different, but not so different. And even Flash is like, is he different. acting different or am I just, you know, don't know. I mean, he's going a little over the top. He is. But you end up where, why not use Superman for that role who would never do that? You're using a Batman who does do things a little wacky. To do that, yes, he goes a little over the top, but you end up that he had a sticker on him that was mind controlling him. Wonder Woman off panel ended up before the whole thing ends, ends up putting the lasso around him so that it burns out the mind controlled device so that they can dupe 
the Sidnex and all that by keep on going with it. Now, in the meantime, they didn't want to tell the rest of the Just League, but the rest of the Just League ended up making a, a hologram constructs of the whole fleet that they destroyed. That was made up. That wasn't real. That was optics, Superman says, to trick Sidnex to basically get her own open mic and admit that she's awful to the rest of the people. And by the end, Fooled it just ends up being tricked. Yeah. It ends up pretty much four issues worth of story because this is a double issue. And you end up with the, yep, all this happened off panel and we did this. We dupe you. All right, here we go. And, and that's how it ends. And I, it just makes almost every bit of the first at least two issues mean not much at all. Which even those two issues were just Wonder Woman bickering with the Justice League saying, yeah, you know, we can't can't impose our will. And then she does. And the rest of them are doing this. That Basically, the Justice League in this whole story ends up on a ping pong yo-yo deal. We're on the planet. Now we're in space fighting. We're on the planet. We're on the space fighting. They just keep. I laughed at the point where it basically has Barry. Into the hamster wheel again, you know, ball. And he gets in there and they go up. They just keep going back and forth, back and forth. Yet they didn't want to tell everybody about the plan because we needed you to react the same way. But it had to have at least been a couple of them involved with that. Hey, we pretended to destroy the fleet. At the end, it just it didn't jive with me. Then you get, hey, Wonder Woman, you know, what are we going to do next? Tell us about that story. Oh, that story, I made it up. That, that was all bullshit. I, I ended up just talking nonsense and telling you a story, but this is how I think it would end. And, and then you just have She's the whole deal. Now, at the beginning, you ended up having the people. They ended up taking down Sid and X. Oh, and uh, we need a new leader. We need a new leader. It almost seems like she could have just, you know, waited it out and they would have just had her back anyway because they well, didn't the have anything is, we better. Have to th- we have to throw a new Coke out there because then they realize how well they had it before. Sid and X didn't have a great plan. The, the the plan really didn't pull out for her, but luckily the Just League at the very end of all this off-panel stuff happened that I was bored as shit. Uh, this issue is 41 pages. I liked five of them at the end. All the stuff up to it was pretty much what we've been dealing with in the other two over and over and over. And I just got bored. I just got bored. And then at the end, I'm like, well, this should teach these, you know, Justice League, stay on Earth. Jesus Christ. Don't don't help <laughs> this kids. Is green, look, this is don't Green Liner business. Yeah, don't help them. We're the Justice League of Earth. Let's let the Green Liner Sector 2814 wherever to freaking take care of this nonsense. This felt from the beginning as something that should have been a two-issue digital book that was 99 cents. I think that it was just filler and to do a space like we think all these are. I just wanted to be more interested in it and not just have to wait all this time for these off panel reveals of, you know, Wonder Woman's the smartest one in the room and Batman was in on it. And then we made optics because that one point. That, that's really when I it drove me nuts. Well, first off, Batman has a mind control device and Wonder Woman wraps the lasso around him and that burns out the device. Again, we're playing wonky with what the lasso of truth really does. Look, we, then, at this point in time, we've seen it rewrite DNA. I to know, what and, their we, true and it drives DNA us nuts is. every time. This so. isn't that bad in my mind to something like that. I'm telling you, it just burns out mind control devices. A lot of people so, I see having problems with this is like, you know, actually seeing Wonder Woman with a space mask, which I thought was a really cool I addition to because yeah. a lot to be like, like, she can breathe in space. Why does she need this? And Superman well, doesn't. So a lot of people have been pissed off about that for this. The next story is a uh, you know, Black Mercy story. So you just get that lasso. And that actually, I would say, that would probably work. Yeah. You'd see the truth. But, you know, the whole idea of mind control what happens and the when truth. And- Wonder Woman has the Black Mercy on her. <laughs> 
And they'd make optics and destroy a fleet. You liked it better than me. What did you? I did. I ended up giving this a seven out of ten. I really like the art in this issue, and the whole thing is I've not been really keen on what we've been getting here, especially for the way that the Just League has been depicted as dummies. But this oversized issue, I really thought that they did a lot to really like show you everything that's going on and see that there was a big mystery and a plan and why things were happening the way they were. I'm like. All right, you got me on this one. It turned out to be my favorite. I gave this a 7 out of 10. Overall, I think the arc, I give it a 6.8 out of 10. I just wish that the Just League overall were depicted a little bit better than, mm. especially the Flash and Superman just being over-the-top dummies this entire three-issue arc. But Yeah, I give it, I'll give it a 4. But we'll see how everybody else thinks. I think it got okay reviews. Not, you know, stellar, but... That's the thing is, I didn't look at this one at all. I was all in, like I was all fascinated with what Young Justice was getting this week for how angry that made me. Yeah, I think it's around a 7. I think that overall that people are giving this issue a 7 like you. But, you know, you have your ups and downs oh, yeah. with that and things like that. But we're going to move on now to the mail. Yo, it's mail call. Ismail with Eric. Poop, 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 poop is what I say, Eric. How about this? Better one? fasten up your Tuesday clock. <laughs> we'll never get to hear this to again. A bumpy ride. Except now, we have two emails okay. tonight, Eric. And if you want to be part of the show, be the star, just like Eric Shea. Hi. You can do that by emailing us at WeirdScienceDCComics at gmail.com just like it says in the show notes down Let down me below. Read those. Smash on that like button, people. Oh, God. I don't say that. I would never say that. I, I just get enough, did. I get enough shade thrown at me. I just say it at different times. I'm yelling that in the <laughs> supermarket. Hey, everybody, smash on the like button. I'm like, the next thing I'm <gasps> being let be out. a fancy YouTuber. Yeah, no. They think that I'm, I'm making passes at them. Ah, uh, yes. You have the first mail here. It's by Steve. Oh, Steve says we heard earlier, Steve, well, you were yelling at me that I took too long because I was telling stories <laughs> in the badass roll call. No, Steve it's not that you take too long. So it's, not, it's not very fluid how it goes because you'll stop and talk and then you'll rush through others. I'm like, let's just yeah. have a, a nice, concise list of badasses. I don't need that. Are you okay? You sound a little winded. I, I couldn't okay? think of what I was going to say. Ah. I tried to throw it out there a little bit. <laughs> Hoping nobody would notice. It was like you were <laughs> like getting sexy and breathy. Just. Do, you were uh, Actually, it was very much Captain Kirk. I, I could Did, not you think do it again? what I wanted to say at all for that. Just do a concise. Just Pettis. wanted some shade thrown. It was not coming together Real in my call. brain. All right. That's okay. You'll get there. You'll get One there day. later. <laughs> You'll get there. And then when you do, we quit. Steve, uh, yeah, hey, what's he up, Steve? ended up. Steve, he's now a badass. He's an ultimate badass, and he's going to write us to tell us about that. He says, "Dearest, get fresh crow." In celebration of paying off my credit cards, I'm upping my game to the ultimate badass Patreon level. But Steve, this is how you got in trouble the first way. <laughs> you ended up spending too much. Take my goddamn money, Jim. All right. 
I got that earmarked there. It's partially out of guilt for not pulling my weight with the reviews. He ended up doing a bunch of Marvel reviews. Eric, you would not be aware of that. I'll be back, I swear. Once I'm not working 10-hour days, should end in October and swearing like a 90-year-old man because my back hurts. He had back surgery, so that is something that would hurt him. Hurt everybody. And that's what happens. That's when you, you got the back. Eric, baby got back. Thank you. And that is Steve Bauman. <laughs> Thank you, podcast? Steve. Yeah, that's what happens once he got the back. I don't know. That's, that's the deal. Concise. This is what you get. Better fasten up. Reduce damn clock. <laughs> it's it's going to be it's a, shit a show. bumpy ride. It's going to be a bumpy ride. We got Eric, Rob it's off better than you and I. Now I hear you move, and I hear that, that chair's just screaming out. Redacted is next, Eric. Redacted. <laughs> I, ended, I ended up grabbing a new chair. It's actually from uh, Logan, and it's it's actually pretty good. I like it. The other one was just this real, and I tried to salvage chair? the chair. No, no, the high chair you is. You ended up, it was like an old, old chair ripped up and stuff, and that was underwater, and I'm still like, ah, maybe I can put maybe a little it's still good. It's still good. on this. <laughs> it's like Homer and the pig. I, yeah, yeah, it was. And yes, it's still it, good. stop it's talking good. about Jess. We <gasps> ended up having this table here, now Eric. Mark that down for her. This table is uh, from the basement. I did go, and this was underwater, but I didn't have any other table to use. So I brought that up and I cleaned it off. I cleaned it off. I a doubt little. it. It does smell a little bad in here because it redacted is next. Redacted. Eric. Redacted. Just redacted says, hey, guys so and redacted. gals of the Get Fresh crew. Boop, boop. All right, Eric. Poop, poop. I was a little late with that. Just want to tell you to keep fighting the good fight. While you right. guys are tougher than most, it's kept me on my toes and drinking plenty of wine. Come Wednesday, when I would finally get the nerve to look up what your guys' scores were for the books. I used to debate who I'd rather have review a book, Jim or Eric. And the answer is obviously Jeremy. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Jeremy. Ah, he says, what happened to that guy? He's there. He's, he's still still, he's still hanging. He hasn't done any reviews, but he might be I back. I talked to him in a while. I just want you to know that a lot of people at DC listen to the podcast, and yes, it drives them nuts, but they keep listening, so you guys are doing something right. But now, it's my turn to review you guys. Jim, <gasps> you are way too emotional. Your focus is non-existent, and, and you're short. Yeah. I give you a fuck you five. <sighs> Eric is what I end up getting. Eric, you can't read an intro you yourself wrote. It's true. Your daddy left you and you sweat way too much. I oh give my God, you he knows a me. fuck you five. <laughs> Peace out, get fresh crew. See you in seven. And that is from Redacted. Poop, poop. Eric. Why does Redacted go. not know that reading is very hard? It is tough, but you do end up. It's <laughs> not like I wrote those things. But yes, that is the email. For the week So thank you Redacted And thank you Steve And we're going to go off to a section of books That I'm going to do on my own Eric I'm going to talk about some books That you want no parts of It's true No parts of I'm not going to mention them Because it's getting late as I'm recording this And I still don't record that So who knows how many or what they will be But we're going to go to books that Eric He don't want no parts uh-uh. of It's funny too It will be no books And then I'll just come back I'll have a little Eric likes them all. And then we'll just he loves go them. He loves them. Here we go. Strange Adventures. But we will go off to see what that could be. And away we go.
yes, it would be nice. And it'd be nice if Eric was reading these next two books because he is not. And as I said, we'll see what these are right now because we're going to start with the Terrifics number 29, penultimate issue of the Terrifics. It's written by Gene Luen Yang, art by Max Rayner, colors by Proto Bunker, and letters by Tom Napolitano. And this is a book that, you know, it has two lives, really. It, maybe it has nine lives. I mean, this book probably should have been canceled a while back. But you had Jeff Lemire jump on this book and started it out as a New Age of Heroes book that was pretty much an amalgam of the Fantastic Four. He ended up having that for a while. Jeff Lemire leaves and you get Gene Luen Yang. And he's trying to make his own story here. He's trying to you know, almost pick up the pieces, though I do think that people like this book enough that it's weird to say pick up the pieces, but he ends up with this after the year of the villain. He's able to tell a story to end all of it, and I like it. I I think it's pretty good, and what you're ending up having is Simon Stagg dying. Obviously, that would be very upset to Sapphire. She gets upset about her father dying, but that also leads then to her long-lost brother, Sebastian, coming back. And this was alluded to or started out when you had Stagatron, after Simon died, ends up saying, okay, well, the next in line gets to get Stag Industries. You end up having Sapphire just sitting there like, all right, let me sign the papers. And Stagatron flew off and then came back with Sebastian. But we're going to see in this issue why we haven't seen Sebastian in all this time, but also why things have been going wonky for Terrific Tech, for Stag Industries, but mainly Terrific Tech with Mr. Terrific and the Terrifics team themselves, because we do start out with a origin story of what happened with Sebastian. And what happened was Sebastian and Sapphire, they were really close as kids, and Simon, their father, he got sick. He ended up getting sick. The doctor said, you're poisoned, and all of the arrows point to Sebastian to having tried to poison and kill his father. So when you end up having Simon come back from the hospital, he greets Sapphire, says, I love you so much, my little girl. She even says, that's the first and last time that has ever happened. But then when Sebastian wants to get a hug, let me talk to you, kid, and they go off and talk, and then pretty much... Sebastian disappeared and Simon told his daughter you don't have a brother I don't want you to ever mention again you do not have a brother anymore well now Sebastian has come back and I I think that one of the things you have to watch out for is the idea if somebody comes back into your life and they have a face tattoo you know shit's gone wrong don't trust people with face tattoos pretty pretty much in my mind Maybe, maybe post Malone really if you have one face tattoo that that means don't trust when you you end up having seven i don't know then then you're just throwing in people's faces and i guess you can be trusted then that's just my opinion (laughs) that's my crazy facial tattoo uh, opinion right yeah that's what i say david lee roth agrees he doesn't have facial tattoos you end up though with okay What's going on here? Sebastian can't be on the up and up. Sapphire's trying to figure this out, as well as Metamorpho, who pretty much freaks out because Sebastian's, you know, throwing things around. He's being a jerk. And yeah, so you even have 
um, the plastic man says, don't don't mess up. Don't get Rex all fired up. He gets gassy. He just means he's going to go in the gaseous form. He did. Or did he? I don't know. But all of a sudden, meteors start hitting the city. And that's the big thing to send off the terrifics and the tea council that has been in this book they end up going off they leave metamorpho behind with sapphire and sebastian but everybody else goes off and you you have tom strong you have everybody out there trying to bring down these meteors well as that is going on you continue this whole deal of Sebastian trying to convince Sapphire, first off, that he is legitimately Sebastian, her brother, but also that he's on the up and up. He ends up finding some old things that him and Sapphire did when they were kids. The CB and Safi Inc. You know, they ended up, oh, we're going to make this company and we're going to do this. And he is really pulling at the heartstrings, the nostalgia. And you can tell Sapphire she ended up just she loved her brother he just got yanked away because of her father and she would love to trust him eventually she does but we see penultimate issue here you don't have a lot of time to deal with this that he isn't on the up and up in the meantime they end up where these meteors that are are hitting gateway city they are Terrific tech branded meteors. These are actually pieces of a space station that Mr. Terrific has been building, uh, and they go up to see what's going on. They end up going, and and all this time, Silas Stone, Cyborg's father, has been bickering, has been having a back and forth with Mr. Terrific. You know, oh, you're nonsense. Everything you do fails. Oh, you're the worst. We find out here that Silas... He flip-flops. He goes over to the bad side, though I think that because of who he is and who his son is, I think that this is a dupe. I think that he's trying to get on the inside of the other team, or it's not really him. We'll see. But when they go up to the space station that is falling apart, Mr. Terrific says, my stuff does not fall apart. Silas says, oh, look at you. You make a space station, it's bullcrap, it's falling apart. I mean, really, terrific tech. It's nonsense tech. And it's not. It's being ripped apart by Lobo. Lobo shows up as a crazy, you know, character. And there's a lot of cool characters in this book. Lobo shows up and basically just gives us the whole plan. It's Sebastian and Stagatron had gotten a hold of him to go up, rip apart the terrific tech space station, put you know devices on to end up making it so that when he kicks the debris he rips off a piece puts this device on a homing device that then sends it right to gateway city of what they're doing so this ends up in the meantime people oh my god you know terrific text nonsense we already had the hologram you know personal rapid transport that has already had a fail so terrific tech keeps failing stock goes down And you end up having Sebastian show up, owning Stag Industries, then is going to take over Terrific Tech. That's the whole plan going on. And he has used Lobo to do this. It's all out in the open. Stagatron pretty much admits, yeah, you know, we're all doing this. Lobo says, okay, the first part of this was rip apart the space station. Second part is my my favorite, uh, you know, slicing all of you. I'm going to kill all of you. Then I'm going to get on my space hog, which I wish I had the sound effect, and I'm going to head off. Well, that's where Silas says, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've been kind of talking to Sebastian already, and I, you know, I'd you like to join your side. I, I don't like these guys. 
I like you, Lobo, and Stagatron, and and Stagatron. That is a affirmative. He is on the team, and you end up seemingly leaving the whole terrific NT Council team sans, you know, Metamorpho down on Earth. They're left for dead in space when Silas, Stagatron, and Lobo all hop on the space hog and head off. And so we go back down to Earth where you do see the deal where Sebastian's like, oh, my, because Sapphire already said, yeah, I trust you. You are back. You're my brother. The whole time Metamorpho's like, you know, looking at him with the stink eye. He doesn't, he doesn't trust him, and he shouldn't because he's got a facial tattoo. And so Sebastian's like, oh, thank God. Thank God you believe me, sis. I, I missed you so much. I was, I was sent to Gotham. I was disowned, sent to Gotham, and then got raised in this, you know, whole school boarding school nonsense. But now we have family again. And since we're family, how about you sign over all of our family's interest and stock in terrific tech that that would be awesome right you know you could just give them to me because i, I i'm pretty smart i my i took a couple business classes there at gotham academy i was hanging out with maps damien was it so you end up where she's like that doesn't seem right like why would you want that why would you want this and he's like well you know i kind of can just do whatever i want anyway because Terrific tech stocks are plummeting so much now, which he set up. This is the classic deal that I could just buy them anyway. And that's when you big explosion behind him. And in comes Silas, Lobo, Stagatron. And in a really good looking panel there where you end up having Sebastian say, this isn't a takeover. This is a heist. And then we have the next issue is the last issue, the issue number 30. I believe it is a little oversized as well, but we're going to have the end of the Terrifics. It says next, end of Terrifics. I like this issue. I've liked the book since, and I say since Jean Luen Yang took over, but the Year of the Villain stuff was a little wonky in my mind. That was still him kind of being told, but I think that he's kind of getting to tell a bit of his own story now, and, and it shows. It's just a shame that it has to go to an ending. Um, but I have been enjoying it. I like the tea council. I like seeing Lobo show up. I hope that Silas isn't really gone bad to the bone like this. I hope that this is a dupe. But all this and really Silas's thing, at least in this book, the only thing that he wants to do is prove that he is better and smarter than Mr. Terrific and going on to the bad guy's side to then dupe them to win the day would then prove that he is smarter and better than Mr. Terrific. I still think he doesn't like him that much. They, you know, very competitive, things like that. But it would be one of those things, well, I didn't do it because I like you, Michael. I did it because I wanted to show you how much smarter I am is how I think it will end with that. But yeah, Max Rayner's art's really good. I, I really enjoyed the art. It has a cartoony touch kind of that fits the whole thing. It's a very bright book. It's one of those books that Gene Luan Yang, he is really good at all ages book. This isn't quite that, but it looks like it. And it kind of could be. You could have had the terrifics if he started out. Could have been a really cool all ages book because he has introduced a bunch of the younger characters. I mean, Jaime Reyes Blue Beetles in this and things like that that you don't normally get to see. It's really cool. I do like it. I gave it an 8 out of 10 on the site. I'm going to stick with that here. But now I'm going to move off to a surprise book. A surprise book because it's surprising that I bothered to read it 
but it might be even more surprising of how much I enjoyed it. And that book is The Dreaming Waking Hours Number One. You have stolen my dreams. No, they've stolen your nightmares, Greta. We'll get to that, though. He ended up having this being written by G. Willow Wilson, art by Nick Robles, colors by Matt Lopez, and letters by Simon Bolin. And I have not been into the Dreaming book. I haven't been into the Sandman Universe book. I have limited deals with the Sandman Universe. I read a couple of the original issues of Neil Gaiman's Sandman deal. But other than that, I was not involved. This was something that Chris and Reggie shout out uh ended up covering so i did not need to and eric wants no parts of it so when you have all this going on g willow wilson who i was upset when she was on wonder woman i didn't think she did a great job that she said was her quote-unquote dream job but then when this book was announced and it's a limited series the dreaming waking hours when this was announced she said that in fact this was her dream job then it was delayed a little then it was and I kind of was irritated. I had no intentions of reading it. I had no intentions of talking about it on the podcast. But I saw some people, and Ruben himself, who is a big Dreaming and Sandman Universe fan, said that. And not even to me. I saw him talking to other people in the uh, the Slack that we have for the Patreon. And he was talking to them and saying that he thought this was a good jump in point for new readers, people who weren't aware of things, which then kind of pulled him back to him saying i didn't enjoy it as much because of that but i think that other people could get some fun out of it so eventually after hearing all that i decided i'll give it a shot i'll read it i'll read it until i'm annoyed and i'm not talking issues i'm talking this one issue i'll read this issue until you know my mind page five i'm like i'm out i don't understand this i don't get it i end up you know all that but I start reading it, and I did not stop. I enjoyed it. I like the art a lot, and I like the story. The story pretty much being a thing centered more on a new nightmare character, but also centered on a point-of-view character that is into William Shakespeare doing some you know, work a dissertation, a PhD type thing on William Shakespeare and having a dream that she keeps ending up in Shakespeare's house in Stratford-upon-Avon. So with that going on, I was interested. I'm not a smart fella. I'm not a learned man or anything, but I have been to this house. So there's a little connection when a couple of times I went back to England with my mom, who's from England. Uh, and I am, it's a, it's a weird thing to say. I am more of a fan of the concept of who Shakespeare may have really been than actually a fan of reading Shakespeare. You know, I have read Shakespeare. I had my pinky up because that's fancy. But it's not like I sit there and read Shakespeare on my free time and enjoy it. But I always like a mystery and I like a controversy and I like conspiracy theories, not in the way of Area 50, you know, not that sort of deal. I like them more in history and was something really what it was. And the idea of if Shakespeare actually wrote his plays, that actually has always intrigued me. I always like to look at the list of people who they think and the list is 80 strong 
I mean, they they throw everything out there. And I think it's funny because as you go through this, you are introduced to the usual suspects in this whole idea, including his wife, Anne Hathaway, who you have our main character even name her kid after. Uh, But I'm saying all this as a setup. I should just get into this whole issue. The lead character, Lindy, starts off in a dream where she is in the Stratford house and she's walking through and she even says the house is empty. Uh, She's running towards something she'll never reach. You know, you have this whole deal going on and you have her wake up and you're going to be introduced to her and her life only for her then to be trapped in the dreaming coming up. But she ends up having a kid. She's trying to do her best. You end up, I'm telling you, even like the way the art plays off where she wakes up, she has her baby, Anne Hathaway, end up crying. That's how she's named. You know, Anne Hathaway Morris is her name, but the baby's crying. She's like, okay, you know, oh, you're hungry again. Uh, And you even have like, Letters are scattered on the floor. You could maybe guess that they're bills, things like that. She's trying her best to end up, you know, doing the scholarly pursuit, but everything isn't falling into place for her, especially when she ends up to go see Professor Poopface. That's what she says to little Anne, who, when she is breastfeeding her, says, Eh, you know, I have that meeting with. You know, Professor Poopface in like four hours. And there is a cool little thing. And this is where I already like this issue G. Willow Wilson has written a hundred times more than the whole entire Wonder Woman. Because things aren't here to explain like, hey, look at me. I know this character because it's a new character. I think that she, even when she did the Wonder Woman, I think that she was better with the characters that she made them Wonder Woman. It seemed like she never got that voice of Wonder Woman down. And so I'm glad that when you go into this, while it did throw off a Reuben who wants to, you know, get into this and have stuff that he had already known, it's good that she ends up starting this out and doing things that are her own deal, mainly because she has to have the voice because that's the only voice. But I do like it saying, yeah, you know, I can't be late to Professor Poopface. I got to go in four hours or she she is real pissed off when you're tardy. And then you just have four and a half hours later. So you already know that she's late. But we see in that deal with the art and everything else that she has a lot on her table, including this whole deal with her dissertation on the Shakespeare and how who may have written it is translated through your own thinking of what happens. I like this whole idea, the idea of how Shakespeare is perceived across time and what the theories about his identity tell us about ourselves. And when you do go into these theories, again, this is a little beyond the the issue, but when you do go into the theories, you do end up seeing that a lot of people through time now up until this point have tried to throw out their theory and a lot of times it's to make you know their ray that whoever their country look better you have momar Gaddafi who ends up at one point saying he thinks it's somebody because that would be somebody more in tune with what he was all you know stuff like that so it does end up with that or if you end up saying it was Anne hathaway you know does that mean that you think that you know his wife and a woman there that she was held back, like all these things, there is theories like this. And I, I really, really enjoy it. And I have my theory, but I'm 
going to wait until the end for me to say who I think it was who was actually Shakespeare. I actually think it was Shakespeare, but I do think Anne Hathaway ended up helping. That, that's my theory. I didn't wait till the end. I think it ends up being, I mean, it reminds me, if you want to go conspiracy theory in the closer to the here and now, I think it's the idea of who ended up writing a lot of whole songs before he ended up killing himself. I, I actually think that's more like, that's almost the modern take of the Shakespeare and Hathaway is the Kurt Cobain deal. And I think that, you know, that's just my deal. So you end up where she goes to talk. We've already seen her in the dreaming in a, you know, and at that point only thinking, okay, if this was a book, not the dreaming, you'd think she's just having a dream, but she is going to the Stratford house. This is something because she's so obsessed with this. She's been doing her dissertation. You end up dreaming about things that you're doing that. That's, that's a cool deal. Until you find out that it is part of the dreaming as well, and it's a little more, and then things go wrong. But she ends up with Professor Dunbar, Professor Poopyface, ends up pretty much saying, yeah, you're going to have to do this stuff all over. This is nonsense. I am your dissertation advisor. You came a half hour late. We're, we're, I want to mention that. But also, yeah, you need another revision. This is still projection. There's no objective evidence here. This is projection. And what Lindy says is, yeah, (laughs) that's what it's about. This isn't about objective evidence. This is about a theory of what we think of ourselves and how we use that to channel into who we think might be Shakespeare and who wrote the actual plays. And, you know, this Professor Dunbar is just not nice. And just now, no, you know, you're just going to have to do this. And she's like, I, I've been trying all this time and I'm doing this. I don't have a Well, maybe you should look into something a, a little different. Maybe you should get another, you know, type of job and get a different line of work. What you do end up having, you know, Lindy say, I... Also, I wanted you to be my advisor because you're a woman who's risen to a rank that a lot of people, especially in your time, weren't allowed to do that. So I thought that you would know, you know, the tough things that happen and you'd be able to. And Dunbar thinks that that's no, no, you you thought I cut you a break because you're a woman. No, nobody cut me a break. I ended up, you know, being first in my class, one of the first women at Oxford who left with a PhD and still I'm teaching in this no-name university in New Jersey. Don't think that I'm not pissed about my lot in life because of what happened. I'm not going to give you any sort of benefit. You're going to have to work. You probably work harder with that. But she says, if you don't like this, if you don't want to do this, yeah, you, you need the money, you need to do this and get out of grad, but then go get another job. You know, maybe it's not for you. And you do have Lindy go home to baby Anne. She has a lady watching. Anne goes, oh, there you are, baby child. What's going on? How about we go take a nap? And they do lay down. She falls asleep. And she, again, is back in the Stratford house. And this seems to be something that would be every time that she goes to sleep, this happens. So she goes, she's walking around like she does. All of a sudden, she sees somebody. Like, what's that? A dark figure, a shadow goes running after because it spelled it out at the beginning. There really was never anybody in the house. It was always empty. She was just always walking around. All of a sudden, she sees a shadow of somebody running away. She goes sprinting after it. Wait a minute. You know, there's never been anybody in the house. Stop. Ends up going and grabbing on to what is ruin. And ruin is in the house 
freaks out. There is a lot of cursing in this. I, I want to let you know. You know, I'm not a prude or anything, right? Kiss my grand. But there is some kind. But says, "Hey, well, what's going on?" He's shit, shit, shit. Wait a minute, you're not William Shakespeare. Like, nope, I'm not. Now again, Lindy just thinks she's dreaming. It's her subconscious. All these things, and this character who we find out is named ruin says wait a second you know i'm not supposed to be here but oh no are you a lucid dreamer Uh, are you one of those and she's like no not really just you know since i've had my baby i'm doing this this i I don't get a lot of sleep so sometimes it feels like i'm already starting dreaming before i even really fall asleep and that does happen if you, you don't get enough sleep and things like that well this character ruin is freaking out now and says my boss oh my god you're not supposed to see me and then you touch me you're not supposed to do that Uh, i was just going to come in and out you wouldn't even remember but you're a lucid dreamer oh my god this is awful this isn't supposed to happen and lindy's like what a this is like a dream within a dream within a dream within a dream he's like kind of but yeah this is nonsense and he ends up saying i'm not a dream i'm a nightmare And all of a sudden, just, you know, tentacles and guts are coming out of his eyes and his mouth and his ears. Every orifice, you even see one down below. Oh, my God, snakes and things coming out. And she starts freaking out, like, get away from me. Oh, my God, she's screaming. And he's like, this is it's a nightmare. This is what I do. And you have ruin desperately trying to do what he's doing here is trying to make lindy wake up you have to wake up wake up lindy wake up and she does but not really because ruin wakes up and ruin now is in the real world has switched places with lindy in the dreaming right away you're just like oh my god that baby what's gonna happen now ruin does take care of the baby enough but in the meantime you do have lindy waking up then and she is stuck in the stratford house which now is being populated. There are people there right away. She is there. She wakes up, looks, there's Shakespeare. Shakespeare's there. He's writing something at his desk. And you're William Shakespeare. Who else, madam? And you start going like, hey, you know, you're here. And they're, they're talking a little. But as you go... You end up, Lindy, oh, my God, I got to go back to my baby, Anne Hathaway. And like, Anne Hathaway, that's me. And Anne Hathaway comes in. Oh, my goodness. Hey, and I, I named my kid after you and all this. Uh, this happens. But then things get even more interesting because now you see, and this is where you would be like, okay, there's Lindy who must still think she's dreaming what's going on. But all of a sudden then. You end up having more people show up. Kit Marlowe, you have Sheik Zubar, you have all of these characters that, real life characters, that were sort of the idea. These are the, again, usual suspects a lot of times when it comes to if Shakespeare himself, if there was no William Shakespeare, or there was a William Shakespeare, but he could not possibly have written those. These are some of the characters that could have. And, And like I said, You even end up by the end with a lot of people at what appears to be a dinner party where it's filling up. And there's a lot of people going on that could be the deal. And I I think that when they end up saying we have to get Lindy out of the dreaming, it's not just the idea that she needs to get out before she dies because she's in the dreaming. But I I think that house is going to get too full. 
you ain't going to be able to breathe with all the people. Even uh, like Sir Francis Bacon. And you have all of these people that have always been, like I said, the idea of who and what was involved and the big things of going. Even at one point, which I laugh, you know, a Klingon. A Klingon at one point. You have a Star Trek episode where you ended up having a Klingon. And somebody has gone and translated a lot of Shakespeare into Klingon, which, you know, it's just nonsense is what I say. But, yeah, you have Daniel Defoe. I could go down the whole list of the people that I think are the coolest in this. And I'm hoping to see. And I do think by the end you do end up seeing some of these in, like I said, as things are getting a little more crowded but yeah you end up though with ruin going off to try to help the baby ends up going off to a jofiel his house who's part of all this and saying hey what happened why are you here what's going on why are you in the flesh and he's like i I done messed up and you have you have him say like really like the worst most mediocre nightmare made a mistake i mean really that's not a shocker um but you know, what are we going to do? And ends up with the baby with Anne Hathaway. And he's like, oh, my God, I never have held a baby in, in a long time. This is great. He ends up taking the baby and all this of people trying to help out. But we see, as we then see Lindy in her whole deal in this, like, dinner party where she seems to be having the time of her life, it seems like it will lead then to her being able to get this dissertation even a little more down pat. Um, but, yeah, you end up with a... You know, meanwhile, a, you know, afterward type deal where you do see Lucian, the librarian, sitting there, uh, you know, dusting things and then realize, oh, no, there's problems. Lord Dream, I need you. Oh, God, the box of nightmares. It's a jar. And you do end up having him show up and it's like, what the heck is going on? This is ridiculous, Lucian. Who opened the box of nightmares? And let out ruin And that's what we're going to have to see And know and what's going to happen And that's the intriguing part at the end And I did like it, I liked it a lot I thought that it was really well done I was intrigued, like I said I like the whole Shakespeare deal I like that touch, it gives you something Different, it gives you something to jump into It's intriguing and all that So, uh, yeah, I'm giving it An 8 out of 10 overall I like the art, it's still it's set up. It's still something that isn't my cup of tea, but I really did enjoy it. Um, but yeah, that's that. And that is the end of that section of books that Eric doesn't want to read or review. That's what we're going to call it from now on. Uh, in the meantime, I usually would do this on that new side podcast that I do on Friday nights, but I did not because I have something a little different in store for that. So you can look on the feed for that as well. But thanks, everybody. I don't know why I'm acting like it's the end of a podcast. I'm used to doing that. Hey, hey, everybody. We're going to go off now to finish the podcast with two books that me and Eric eh, like and then don't like. Well, he stares into the mirror, moosing up his hair, blows kisses to himself, and he really thinks that tear is tear. Well, that's just every shake. Looking for a star screen or maybe a hot cap. Spends all his money buying all that crap Well, that's just every shape
Boom, that is Eric Shea, and Eric Shea is back with me here to talk some books. We're going to finish up our podcast. We have a couple books left here. Uh, you know, the back end of the podcast, I like to call it the caboose. Yeah, the, the best part, right? The sexy caboose is never the best part. Oh. Now, it, it's a weird thing to say. I like that to think at one point like, it might have been. We liked a Tom King book, I think, better than the last book. So there's a little upswing. We usually don't have that, though. You have some issues. I I think that you're going to like this a little less than me. Yeah. Uh, But I I don't know. It's one of those things. And this happens on the Marvel podcast with me a lot as well, where I end up where I kind of get beaten down by a book and I start to lower my expectations. And that's what I think is happening with Strange. I'm looking for anything to not even just make sense in Strange Adventures because we're too early in a Tom King story for anything <laughs> to make sense. So what I'm looking for is just any sort of inkling of interest. And if I get that, I'm in. I don't mind how he writes Mr. Terrific in this issue. Okay, you got me. I'll, I'll give that to you, this one. But that doesn't last, you know, every issue. And you have to do something with it. And even then... I have these little nitpicks that I, you know, why, how did he get back to Earth? It seemed like he really, really overstepped his bounds and would have been arrested fully at the end there. But there he is. He's just back at his apartment. You have all that. And then you get some, some crazy, crazy cameos, as I mentioned before to you that I'll point out. I'm telling you, I, I just, I've been waiting to hear it's it's not a great uh, reveal as you reviewing action comics but i'm hoping to get a little chuckles from you is what i need we're going to start with strange adventures number four Eric. here we go are you ready are ready. you ready yeah. we're we're, we're going to be a third of the way in do you think that you are you know you're on solid ground after a third of the way in no i read mr gone? miracle oh. i know it's going nowhere okay written by tom king art by mitch gerard's evan shaner Evan, Doc Shaner, right? What's up, Doc? And Clayton Cowles, what's up? Is He does some pretty kick-ass art. I'll tell you, that's what's up, Eric. Tom King opens up the story a bit more, and we see that everything isn't so cut and dry on Ron, and I think that Adam Strange may still be a hero. <laughs> that wife and father-in-law may not be here. I think they're up the bit. What is up with Alana? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and again, if you have a Tom King, he is he's like the... He's a variation, and that's the big joke on on Twitter. I don't know if it's the Tom Taylors or the Tom Kings. I'm like, stop it with your nonsense. I do. Grow up, assholes. You end up with that, though, where Tom Taylor, he kills characters. Tom King just ruins them, right? Where's my rim shot, Eric? I I need it. (laughs) That's not the rim shot. Oh, my goodness gracious, Eric. What would you call that? I think I understand what what YouTube's talking about now. What would you call that? (laughs) It is what happened. And I was upset on YouTube. The person said, "Listen, and, and just get this: they end up they end up throwing shade at me, but in a way that you're you're gonna go. you're gonna laugh at this. Like what what would go through my mind? Okay, so they say basically, I should pull it up to do, go exact, but basically he says you have a wonderful voice for reviews. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, like I finally cracked the code." But you doing those sound effects, what is this? It's like a shock jock deal. And I'm like, 
No, it isn't. It's a morning zoo. I got so upset. I actually responded. It's more of a morning zoo thing, please. And then I, I started like, okay, well, you know, I'm trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. But thanks for saying I have a lovely so this voice. Is you getting yelled at on YouTube in your mind? Yeah, I was. I was getting yelled at. They set. I'm up. telling you, this is you always do these kind of things, even at work. If somebody's like, if somebody came up to no. you and said, "Hey, Jim, can you please do this?" You come. They just yelled no, at no, me. I'm like, is, I was there. They did okay. not. I'm gonna read it now. Now, you, now you you made me go to this. You have a lovely. Voice, but the the amount of sound effects used makes it sound like a shock okay, jock. So that's not all of it, though. So maybe no. you're not getting the full story. I didn't want to, you know, put words into the shape. I, I didn't want to <laughs> go that way. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to load it up because then they basically say that this video that I just did, it was for the Legend of the Dark Knights, yeah. was just as unwatchable as the Nightwing. I did a little bit ago because okay, of that now you're, stuff. Now you're actually selling well, it a little bit here. But Before, I don't want to say like it I'm just saying that they said that these the sound effects were nonsense. And then so I'm going, it's not the sound effects fault. It's the, it's the rest of the video is the problem. Maybe. Here we go. Here we go. And then I, of course, you know. <laughs> so you just, you just latched onto those sound effects. This yeah, is the real is. problem. You have a great voice for reviewing, and I enjoy Ooh, your nice. reviews. But what's the shock jockey sound inserts? It was really jarring and noticeable on a recent Nightwing review anytime Dick was mentioned. But then I said, Dick, Eric, I had to hit the rim shot. How can you say Dick and not hit the rim shot? And I feel like this channel would be 100% better without them. Some videos are just unwatchable because of them. But hey, just my opinion. And I'm like, okay. So, of course, as I do, responded 17 times. I responded twice. And I actually said, I guess that's another thing that doesn't translate from the podcast. Uh, and it's more morning zoo than shock jock. And uh, I, you know, and I do go heavy with them. But the thing is, I went and looked. So this is how crazy I am. I go back and pull up the file to check. And I did six sound effects in a 17 minute deal. I don't think that that's bad. Wait, right? You get off six, pretty low, I put Jim. Six less than two second sound effects. In 17 minutes is an insane. Unwatchable. But then I said, I guess if it's unwatchable, I better change things. And it's got me running scared now. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm like, and rim shots. I mean, rim shots are always sexy, right? That's what they are. I thought I had the rim shot here too, but I, I don't think I have. Like, wasn't like I used this one, Eric. It's not like I used the strike, right? That that would have been problems, and you know. I don't know what's going on. Sticks and stones. See, I didn't say that. <laughs> I, I think yeah, the YouTube channel sounds way better than the I'm podcast now. This is what I'm doing. Oh, my goodness. Was I done with my blurb? The, the other Sticks day, double A runs like I haven't. Double uh, A runs. I can't tell the difference between Jim with or without his medicine. I'm like, I can. I'm telling you, yeah, I can 100%. But we end up having this issue. Eric. I want to think a so. segue. You end up having this issue where. I think that we're at least seeing that something has gone wrong, right? Besides the chain-smoking Alana, we see that, number one, there's times on Ron that our man Adam Strange, he could not get back to Ron to help out when he was needed. It even seems at the very beginning that he even is Zeta beamed out at a point where he is really needed as well. It, it's weird. This is one of the things that I've, I've wanted to see more of in this book because we had it before when he was piloting the ship yes. to try to get his family out of danger and he got Zeta beamed away and had to wait to come back. And like, I like that aspect. I just want to know more about it because this whole thing. It affects Adam Strange. When he's on Ron, he gets you know, the Zeta Beam wears off. He goes back to Earth and has to wait for the Zeta Beam to come back on Earth and be there at the point to get sent back. And I'm like, 
Well, how did Alana yeah. get here? And not only that, but I will mention that Tom King. And did it make her strange? Yeah, really. Tom King <laughs> is writing this issue, writing the series, Strange Adventures. And a lot of his fans, a lot of his fans have only read. Uh, I'll give you the, the rundown. Batman. Mr. Miracle, mm-hmm. uh, that that Swamp Thing one shot, that stupid Ace, the Bat Hound story that you liked. You know, they, like they, they haven't read a lot of things. He has a lot of fans that are very loyal to him and him alone. I wish that when it started. Look, I've read all of them. I don't know how no, that would I'm make saying, you a fan. Well, that's not here nor there. Listen, well, get off uh. your soapbox, asshole. Where's here? I'm saying <laughs> I wish that some things were explained more. I think that there might be people who, because they don't know Adam Strange, they're here for Tom King. They're not here for the strange. It's not like you hey, going you out on no a date. Silly comic book right? characters. I, I wish that he would explain. Looking for some because strange. The problem is, is at points even in the That's first date, issue, <laughs> you even said that you didn't know how they were playing it with the Zeta beams. We also have the picks that I will stress again. They're made up for this book. These are new yeah. aliens. The way he spells it out is. Oh man, the picks they've always been the enemy of Ron, or at least the civilized Ron. And so I wish that he would have explained things a little more so we know the rules, that we know the setup. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. The whole thing is we said we know nothing about the picks of this whole thing except for they're bad people on Ron. Maybe they could shape shift and they're coming for Earth yeah. next. And now Mr. Terrific can talk their language, which again was pretty cool. But still with this No, it wasn't. Well, I'm telling you the thing is he is a smart, smart I love Mr. Terrific. The whole oh, thing is he's a little rough around him? the edges for yeah, me. Asshole. I would if I could. <laughs> oh, but he's not well, in the okay. mix. At least that's but, no, the reason. Whole, I just thought maybe this dc wouldn't allow is, it right <laughs> they, 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 they have a cease and desist uh yeah, order really. against me at this point in time but no the thing is smart dude i love this character he's a little rough around the edges in this issue in my mind i can go with it but he's the tired. idea he's on a ship going to ron to see this picked you know you know tr- like information yeah, the that the deal, ronians yeah. have and the whole thing is ron is like look nobody can decipher this stuff it's a big problem like what information did he have to bring that, like, you know, to be able to learn the picked language on the ship if it's all in Ron? Picked his nose, and then he picked his ass, Eric, is what he gets. Now, I don't know. And that's a problem. But, again, you have the fill in the blanks. And I can go a bit more with the Tom King style of let's not get all the information if it does end up being a kick-ass scene. But I know, but it's still with that whole deal. It never pans out. Everything that I see here, I go with. Even tell you the the whole name change that we have here. It goes back to Big Bart's eyes changing. It goes back to the puddlers and and heroes in crisis. It never goes anywhere. His daughter's name changes. The first issue, it was. Alina and it drove me nuts. You per- said it, it drove me that, nuts. And he changed his name. And the first I said issue. to you when we talked about it. Well, you know, he's playing this the way he wants to. He's play- but now it goes back. Now this is something that he's done Flea before. Again. And you even said it's not Alina. And I think that he just got confused between Alana and Aaliyah. He combined them there on the page. Nobody's paying attention, so it went through. But with that, when you're telling a mystery like he always does, he plays very loose. Now again, me saying that, Mister Terrific. He learned, picked on the way, whatever. You're, spe- you're really spelling out in that first couple issues that Mr. Terrific is so intelligent, which he is, that Smart you're supposed dude. to go with yeah. that. That is something that is just, again, like I argued at the beginning, that's just a mechanism to go. But when you start playing loose with details, when you say names different, I said from the first issue, and if you don't believe me, go back and look, the first issue ends a certain that. way. Cliffhanger. 
The second issue has the same cliffhanger. Some people were upset. Oh, my God, two issues and we end with the same. It's not the same. The dialogue is different and where people are positioned are different. Is that a clue? Is that something? And we always say we're not going to play this uh, game. This always but the happens. Problem we always is, fall down the goddamn to. rabbit and hole And I'll doing tell everybody this. we don't want to do it, but you have to because we're here talking about the book. Unfortunately, we are getting, we're getting forced down the rabbit hole. I don't want to be down the rabbit hole. I'm a small guy. I can fit. I think there's somebody's going to shoot me in the face down there with something. It may not even be a gun. It may be a pie. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but I don't want to do that. But you have to. You have to to talk <laughs> about it. And I don't like it. Well, that's the thing. It's not even the idea that we have to do it. Like going down the rabbit hole, it's because we know that this 12 issue maxi black label book, there is a mystery going on that we're trying to get to the bottom of. And we're looking for clues to be play along for this mystery that like every other time, like like we talked about with Big Bart's eyes yeah. changing and stuff like that. Even, Even like, this you know, with the Zeta Beam, it got I, that look and I, I started getting flashbacks. I am suicide. Yeah. Like, you know, the second arc that he did for Batman, where we had Batman going, Bane, I'm going to break your goddamn back 50 yeah, times in an issue. Something like, that he was is, being is this something that like... Exactly. Is and he a he, robot? Remember, he had been talking- at that time. Just to throw that out, we actually thought that that was somebody else dressed as Batman being mind controlled by the ventriloquist to just keep saying that to keep on point. It wasn't. It was nothing. And that was so bad. We tried to make and, it and make sense. And that was sense. so bad that, uh, you know, I'm going to break your goddamn back, that when they ended up doing the trade, they cut some of that out. How many times have Most you heard it. where they have to cut dialogue out because it's so ridiculous? Also, in I Am Suicide, he ended up saying that ventriloquist's name was Wesker, and that was wrong. And then he came back with Wesker, and then he had to get on Twitter and say, okay. But again, that was a mystery where, oh, my God, left-handed punch. Oh, my goodness. Exactly. And it didn't end up being anything. Then you even have where... Dr. Double X, he spells it wrong at one point and then doesn't even know his powers later. And this is the problem. No. When you end up having these mysteries, he wants to do a mystery. You, you said it earlier, the puddlers. What are they? Up, oh, that was just a group that went nowhere. So when you're reading these stories and you're trying to figure out, you want to play along. You, me, and Reggie sitting down and talking about Heroes in Crisis, where I actually I had so much, so much like thought process going on trying to figure out what it meant. Like the puddlers are people that take the impurities out of them. I'm like, I'm like, does this mean that the, I actually went off on a limb? Like I, I tell you, I spent hours thinking about this. It's just ridiculous imagine- to think about. Just take Tom King out of the situation. At one point, we tried to do this a lot. When you have things, we ended up figuring out Jason with Diana's brother, the whole deal. Oh, yeah. And and we, we feel happy about that. But anybody talking, we were arguing with people, discussing, and then ended up being nothing. All of these end up being nothing. You have, you know, you have Big Barda. You said her eye color changes in Mr. Miracle. Okay. In a book where you're trying to mean? figure out if things are real or not. That seems to be a hint that something is bad or different and whatnot. It never meant anything. It was never brought up later. And so we're trying to figure things out. I go through this issue and like it, but you do have that little deal where you have Alana, you know, or Alina now being the right name, Aliyah, which he had gotten wrong already. Now, it, it was when... Adam Strange ends up saying, you know, and I have my new daughter, Alina. Oh, why is he getting that wrong? Is he that bad a dad? Or is it that he has two kids? I mean, that could be the way they're spelled. Your daughter's dead. Or it's that 
he was trying to not lie. I, I don't know because then all of a sudden you get it. Everything I don't think it means tells anything. Me that it's just yeah, a fuck and up. And that's is the problem is. is when you have a mystery, you, you can't have fuck ups because they become supposed clues. clues. You're trying to figure it out, yeah. and then it, it takes you down the wrong rabbit hole and all that. But with this going on, he is a guy who likes the mystery, and the mystery again. And I will keep saying it every time we come up with a Tom King mystery. He does think that not giving you information is the mystery. And that's what we're getting. And what he ends up doing is less of a mystery than a slow reveal. This is, again, a slow reveal. What happened the first issue when that guy got his head blown off, supposedly by a ray gun from Adam Strange? We have not even gone back to that. That was what they were going to investigate. That is what we handed, he the handed it to Batman, Batman and said, find please out. find out. Next thing you know, we're talking about the picks on the deal. No, there was a specific crime that we were supposed to figure out. We never went back to. I don't understand how these things go. And the thing is, the way he writes, it mind controls people and they forget shit. I end up talking to people and say, what about that guy who got his head blown off by an Adam Strange ray gun? What are you talking about? That never happened. They said that an issue, too. It had just happened a month prior. They didn't know. I don't remember that. This. I show them. The, <laughs> let's move on here. We'll go to the next thing. So where? What? what is the thing where all of a sudden now it just gets shifted? And I think it's just going to remain there. That guy who was yelling the stuff about the war crimes. The war he crimes. He could have just walked he off was the whistleblower. That's all he needed to do. Why did you have to get his head blown up? And then, you know, at, at the, at the very end, matter. I think it was the puddlers. Their eyes changed All color right. and they, they said it's the wrong names. There's a man dead on the road here who killed him. It doesn't matter. It we got to go to Rod and find out about the picks. Did it for, uh, oh, my God. But I like this issue. <laughs> I just like <laughs> Mr. Terrific. And I don't mind him. No, no, he's, he's great. You ruined whole thing. it for me because I didn't even want to think about how he. Le- I just want to say he's kick ass. That guy knows pick yeah. now. Well, even this whole thing where he does like we can't. If you want to overlook how he learned pick, because that for for some reason stuck in my crawl. It bothered me. Like, how did he learn if all the information of, of the language is on Ron? But him getting to the bottom of it on Ron, which seems weird as well, because he can get the Ron no problem. Adam Strange couldn't get the Ron before, and it had, had a big old problem. I'm like, it doesn't seem like a lot of time has passed, but it would t- apparently take weeks to get the Ron on a spaceship, which. Mr. Terrific took here and got back. So we should have a bunch of time that's going on on Earth in between during this issue. But Mr. Terrific, Michael Holt on Ron, he's a badass. And I like everything that we have to do with him on Ron trying to get to the bottom of things and the Ronnie and freaking government trying to shut him down. Uh, uh, do you consider Sardis? Do you think he's a smart fella? Do you think oh, yeah, he's a, an educated and learned man, Pepsi? He's the bee's knees when it comes to genius. Well, I'll, I'll tell you. Also, Go back to the Justice League story at the beginning of the deal. I'm just going to give these people some hints. If if you're going to play your games, if you're going to do your machinations, if you're going to try to dupe people, get rid of the damn evidence. Here's the thing. You end up having Mr. Terrific show up. Hey, I want to get this info. Oh, that pick stuff. It it never was able to be translated. Why? Yeah, give it to me. Why didn't you? It's, why didn't you make it's it a up? Hard language. Why didn't you just pretend you could? Why wouldn't you just say, "Oh, here it is. We translate it," or say, "We'll the, get rid of yeah, it. Just destroy it. There's no reason for it to be there. Why are you holding it? 
Why Man, do you I got, have it? I got all this incriminating evidence in my you. house of, in Spanish, though, so <laughs> yeah. thank God nobody oh, can read that. I can't read this, so I guess I'll just keep it, but I, I'm sure it talks a lot of shit on me. But hey, they can't read it. We'll just keep it here. It makes no sense. It makes no sense to either just y- you destroy it or you pretend you translate it. And it's like those – I love it, too. It's like that guy Sardith is real sexy. Like I don't think, but that Adam again, Strange to me, he's the top, tippity top, isn't he? He's the cream of the yeah, crop. Yeah, he's yeah, the best exactly. that Ron has ever known. That's what it is. Take your vitamins, man. Kids. Them picks really love Adam Strange. Oh, woo! You have that there. He's like, I don't know, but I would have rather. I think that it would have been a, a little smarter or clever when you get this. Oh, you want to read the pick stuff? Well, here it is, and all of a sudden, you know, y- you have. Hey, can I see the original? Oh, no, no. You know, we, and then he gets to the idea. He gets the idea like, you don't know the language. How did you translate? And this sounds a lot like nonsense. Like, I would have liked that mystery for him to dig into it more like that because he even says the Ron stuff is bullshit. It it is propaganda. propaganda. Yeah. And so when you do have, and, and I will point out, like I have in the first three issues, all this. We've never seen Adam Strange do anything bad. He nope. is always separate. I think that the book he wrote of, you know, and they're going with the idea that's all bullshit, you know, probably that I, I think that he believes it. I think that what he wrote is what he knows. He has all this going on. All this behind the scenes nonsense is something that he's not aware of. And I think that it's one of those. Are you a hero? What? Because you did something or are you still a hero when you turn the blind eye and don't look into other things something like that but i'm worried that he's just screwing alana that I'm she's done at, at at this whole point now i'm thinking you can always just go black label it doesn't matter if it's black label that's what i'm going to go with by the end but the whole thing is it was that thing it was started out as a regular so maybe that's the reason like you can't ruin these characters <laughs> no, no, like no, no, this no 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 we're taking this over here but the whole thing is I refuse now to try to jump to a conclusion of where the story's going and what's going to happen by the end because the one time I did, I thought of the stupidest thing I could possibly think of. And that was their Heroes in Crisis where Tom King said, you know, Dan Dio told me in a crisis, a flash has to die. And once he said that, I'm like, yeah, you said right so- away. I-, I was joking. I'm like, he- he's going to be do something stupid. The- Wally's going to be the killer now because it's not the flash dies. He's the killer who kills everybody. And I was joking because it was the stupidest thing I could think of. And that's what happened. So well, I'm like, then no, what I is not, the stupidest thing this- you can think of here? Mr. Terrific did it all. Oh, my. Yeah, but with all this, I I don't want to think how bad this I've could be. I've done stupid things and said stupid things. I mean, I don't know if you heard this. I think that the baby Batman is going to be the Batman coming up after all, the reboot, Eric. I mean, how stupid sudden, is that? All right, the stupidest thing I could think of is that Aaliyah is actually a killer, and they're trying to protect her by doing different things. I actually think that Aaliyah just joined the picks. That's why I think that the picks are, you know, always covered and all that, and they're trying to show that. Yeah, you know, I I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just like seeing Mr. I, Terrific. I just, be I just don't here. understand how we have Alana on Earth. And we do see her on Ron, and she's badass. She got her jetpack. She got yeah, her war paint cool. on. She's actually acting like a great character. She's not smoking. She's just sitting there smoking. I'm like, 
And, and is that's that all a she does? And and acts threatening the entire time, like she is protecting something and is willing to kill you and, and, in order to keep that secret. I'm like, I don't. And know then the what's weird up with this thing, character, how she's even here. Yeah, and the weird thing about it, we're like, well, they he hasn't spelled out the picks. They might be shapeshifters. That's Alana, but now that doesn't seem like it would end up being what you'd want it to be either, because the picks would not be trying to hide the pick stuff that exactly. tells the right and all that. So it's weird. But now you have other things going on in this but you end up having mr terrific show up on ron and you get pretty much what one of the first bits that drove me it's taylor swift dressed up in the classic adam strange oh, that singing that's not the other ones that i i saw oh. but you end up having all that going on mr terrific goes sardeth isn't going to meet him then you get the idea hey uh can I read the pick stuff? Oh, you don't want that. You can't read it. I can. Then he reads it, but then they're told that you weren't even allowed to read it, so it was going against protocol. Why'd you bring it up? Why did you even say it? Even if you're stupid enough to keep it, why did you mention it? Because he ends up saying, they never say the pick stuff is off limits. and It's not translated, so it's worthless to you. I can read pick. Give it to me. Now you're changing the deal, and you do end up having him get attacked full out by a bunch of Ronnie government, government yeah. and he looks like he kills a lot of people. Now one gets conked in the I, head, but the, the rest of them, they're getting shot by T-Spears. That's the thing. Is I just go with their stun guns. I, I don't know. Mr. Terrific doesn't kill people. But that's the thing. You don't know. It doesn't say. If he would have said stun, set for stun. You know, you've heard that before. And, and so, but not here. So he goes, but it's a badass moment when he goes then and goes to the one guy whose helmet's just cracked and, you know, where was I supposed to go then? That doesn't look like a stun gun hit it, Eric. So that's where he goes while Adam Strange is trying to catch a Zeta bean. He has to wait because he goes to talk you to Hal Jordan. Hit by any kind of laser? If they, sure, it's just not the T spheres hitting no, them, I and their blasters are going at, off. At one point, it looks like you have the one thing, and it looks like a laser's going from the one down to a guy, and I see another one going off to the guy that's in the air. Those. Uh, the red lines are the guy's laser guns. The others yeah, yeah. are. The white I lines believe, are just the T spheres moving. Yeah, I don't know because the one's just there and it's going at a guy, and you're just at the very end, you see one going, but it's a different line that it's going. Those others, I don't know. Maybe it I is. I think those are but just motion still, lines. It might be. It's still like, all right, and they attack him. So he, why don't they just assassinate him after he punches Sardeth in the face or slaps him. They come to him to pretty much they're trying to kill him here. If he does not go with them, they are open firing, oh, yeah. which they say, but then later he just smacks Sardeth in the face and somehow they let Sardeth him started. somehow they let him leave the planet. Why are they letting him leave? Because the next thing we see is him just showing Try up. Try to stop me. He just shows up. I, I think they would kill him. You have guys with guns drawn on him when he slaps Sardis. I don't get it. And it's one of those, again, you get a blank, and he's there because you can't really figure out what's going on All there right, with now, it going. We just got to move ahead now. Yeah, So, and that's where he ends up going and ends up with Alana. Yeah, he, you're not safe on Earth now. And again, you're going to see that. We set up this. Here's Mr. Terrific. When is Batman and the Justly going to jump in here? Because they set up this going to Mr. Terrific to be the guy to go through this whole deal. And now Mr. they're Terrific just can oh, handle himself. I'm telling you, not the way she's saying that they're going to say he's a murderer. He's this or that. I think they would get involved by now or at least go to Adam and say, what, what the hell are you doing? I mean, this is ridiculous. But you end up having 
Adam, when the war is going on, he can't get back to Ron. He's trying to go get some, you know, help from his buddies. He goes to see old Hal Jordan. They go to drink in the bar, and there's Tom King serving drinks. There's also Mitch Garrard, who's there at one of the tables, and Doc Shaner is at the very end of the bar with that. So, yeah, you end up having the artist or the creators tom king mitch garrards and doc shaner in their own book here i think that that's nonsense i think it's pretty pretentious but you go with this whole deal not like when me and you were in the green yeah, arrow that, all was, the time. that, was, that was fine because yeah. we weren't drawing it if juan's gonna put himself in there but yes yeah, so i don't you know have juan has put himself in stuff he may have well he has a kid so so you have at least once but you have the whole deal there Aww. with adam hey uh, how can i go nope can't take you can't take you because that would be against the rules of the Green Lanterns. I hate you. Do, do you off. think that the, that the Helitat, that the, the army that Adam Strange put together to help fight off the Picts, do you think they understand Zeta Beam technology? No, I because think this they whole thought thing is got to skedaddle the hell you, out. Because we are, you know, Adam Strange is ch- like the leader of the charge, marching all of these alien people, the Helitats, into battle against the Picts, and then he disappears, and the, the Helitats get slaughtered. I get and the weird idea that this is what his main you know thing is that they're looking they're going to look back and the people who were the helotets the picks at points when maybe you'll even have hey we're gonna have peace talks with the picks and we just had many zeta beams out and they're like oh well he left let's kill each other and well, they start it seems going weird though because even when he finally does get back after going to superman how jordan all these things when he finally just waits it out and actually goes to the zeta beam and gets back he's like you know lon is waiting for him like hello husband but they're all over here waiting for their leader to come. I'm like, I ain't letting this dude lead me anywhere because anytime we're going to go into battle, he's going to freaking you disappear. You think that he apparently. just left? I think he wanted to explain things. Like, listen, there's this thing called a Zeta Beam. They're like, yeah, Zeta Beam chicken. And yeah, he's yeah. like, nobody calls me a chicken. But yeah, with, with the Sokeel, I think that that's what we're seeing. I think that we're going to see that at the most inopportune times, the Zeta Beam kind of takes him out and then makes him look bad in the process to everybody else involved because when he does zeta beam back he, he's there in the field the with all his, his whole army's just dead the, the birds are picking at him and he's there and yeah it seems like he's a coward and maybe at some point they have to skew things to make him look better i don't know it, it seems like what you would probably like get this out idea. of it. It seems like they've gone to a beach and they're just waiting. Like, you know, my father is a lanatar. My father's tried. I tried. Everybody's tried this whole thing, but they still wait there. They will not move forward without their inspiration, without their leader. <laughs> I'm like, they're going to kill you when yeah, you show yeah, up for abandoning yeah. them at their dire and, hour right here. And with that, again, you see Adam, he's trying to do the best thing. He's trying oh, yeah. to help, but he has the circumstance. And again, it seems like Tom King is a victim of when he goes, okay, you have the man of two worlds. We have a daughter. He's going to play with all these things. But I think that his big thing that caught his eye was, well, what happened if you were in the middle of a battle and you got zapped out and you were leading and then they died? I think that that's kind of what he's going for, at least right now. And again, though, we don't know what the picked you know, version of everything was either with Mr. Terrific because he reads this, he sees some things, then it's bad stuff, you know, but we don't get it. And again, that's just lack of information. I want to know what he read. I want him to go to Sardeth and say, not just your shit was bullshit propaganda. I want to say, you know, hey, the Battle of Red Cliff, you say this happened, but this depicts what's real, what isn't, you know, what's going on because. Mr. Terrific doesn't know the picks, and so their version could be propaganda just as much. 
I, I, you know what I mean? Any side could be whatever, but you're going to go that black and white deal right now where he slaps Sardith right in the face. And even at the one point, what do you think? He fair play, asshole. <laughs> You know, but then he gets the off. The fuck you think fair play means? And then you want to have that's what I'm talking about. A little rough, under, like around the collar, but you know he's pretty badass here. I can dig but it. But then you're doing the juxtaposition to figure out where, okay, what's up with Alana, and that's where, okay, I can deal with. It. I want more Adam Strange. I, I'm here for Adam Strange, but you're, you know, there's the great Alana there who's trying to help her husband and Ron and all. But it it just seems like it's leading to the idea of. We had to do what we had to do, and we used Adam as a figurehead because everybody loved him and then did some shady things. It, it just seems like this whole deal of Tom King going back to you know, the stuff he saw in the CIA, the stuff that he did, but he does this with every book. And I just want to have something to grab onto, and at least the stuff with Mr. Terrific, seeing the pick stuff, even though we don't get what it is, but knowing that it's something different, that actually does get me a little bit more on board. He also goes to Superman, by the way. Superman can't go because he's got to save people because, you know, Mongols showing up with the war worlds. And so, and so that, is the Mongols. that makes sense enough. I mean, you know, it's okay. When is Mongol not coming anymore? Come on. Again, it does make sense. You end up in where I think that I get the idea where when people are going to get. You know, upset at Tom King, you you have an Adam Strange who Zeta beams back to Earth. He has to wait a specific time. And, you know, he goes and makes Hal Jordan look like an asshole. And then Superman kind of looks like a dick, too. So all of that, you, you could have just had him wait and, and say, oh, God damn it, I can't go or whatever. But well, then, you know, I, the thing is, I don't mind that because we, we do see why he couldn't do it with the rest of the friends. Like, you know, the Green Lanterns, they can't get involved in the no, world I know, like this because we didn't make really, it sense. Superman, he's like got other Earth stuff going on. That he would know this. And he goes to them and, you know, he's been he's, a desperate he's man. been doing this for a while. But again, the idea where you said Mr. Terrific seems to have gotten to the planet and back very quickly. But, it seems like but it. Adam it's Strange couldn't take a rocket there like Mr. Terrific did because that would take weeks upon weeks. And it just seems like a lot of forced situations. But I, I did like the Mr. Terrific deal. And it's, it's neat because you do go to present day Ron with, you know, Mitch Gerard's on Ron. So you kind of get that with some of the figures and things and overlap stuff and things. So that's pretty cool. But. Overall, I gave it a 7 out of 10. It's my favorite issue of the series. At least we got something I think something mine, there. too. Yeah, at least we got something, and I could sit there and go, yeah, that's pretty cool, Mr. Terrific. He, he was kicking ass, so I'm good with that. Uh, yeah, and the art, I always like the art. I know you're not a big Mitch Garrard's fan, but I, I do I, like his art. I enjoyed the art for the most part. Even the stuff with Mitch Garrard's that I'm not usually a fan of, I thought that, you know, Mr. Terrific looked awesome this issue started, and yeah. the rest kind of looked like, you know, corpses at times but beyond that i thought everything with the art was pretty great it's just even with me enjoying the story like more than i have been just because we've got some really cool parts and we're going like you know we're, we're dealing with more things than we had like at least last issue it seems like to me i i just don't like the series overall because i know it's going to be about the same kind of tom king nonsense that we always get i'm telling you once i get in here and see the name change and like you know mr trip doing this because and like you know he can get to ron and i'm straight again i'm like all right, you did, you did some cool stuff here, but overall, your story is just it, it's it's jumping to things because you can't write a story. It seems like in the long, a but I'll give it a five point eight out of ten. And you do like we were saying, just to be specific, in the first issue of this, Adam said, 
hey, and I'm fighting for my wife, Alana, and also my new daughter, Alina. And then in this, you do have Mr. Terrific throwing the thing out because it was Mr. Terrific that figured out that the daughter was alive. And he says to Sarth, your granddaughter, Aaliyah, you know, what's up with her? That's what causes Sardis to slap him. And when you ended up having Mr. Terrific slap him back, I just pretended it was Brian Michael Bendis, and it made me giggle. It's also a plus, Eric, because he looks, he looks like him. He looks almost exactly like him in a Mitch Garage sort of way. But we're gonna of finish. Course. We're gonna finish. Yeah, we're gonna finish with that fella on what book? Young Justice number seventeen, written by Brian Michael Bendis and David Walker, with art by Scott Godlewski, Gabe Altieb, and Wes Abbott. Let's go back to the time that the Legion of Doom, Leviathan, and Red Cloud teamed up in Action Comics to take on the Justice League and Young Justice. Now let's move past all that annoying action and just show our heroes cleaning up after that mess while having very strange choices in characterization and completely undercutting any kind of relationship that our heroes might have with one another that we as fans have desperately wanted to see. If that wasn't enough of a disappointment for you, our real focus to this issue is a girl whose family owns a food truck who is inspired by these heroes to become an intern at the Hall of Justice somehow. Yeah, only because Robin says, hey, or Drake, Drake. you know, says, hey, uh, I don't have powers, really? Well, then I guess I'm heading over to the Hall of Justice. Just call this a section of ruining characters. Yeah, and so... The problem is, is that, and you even mentioned to me one before we record it, you do have the whole shutdown, so there's a spacing issue involved between action comics and this, all that stuff. But we also a lot of time has passed since. But then. we already saw a cleanup and talk in action comics with, sure with this sort of thing. So going back, it is just recap. You are slamming the brakes on things again after last issue of Young Justice being something that seemed to be leading to the big reveals of who these characters well, were. Well, the thing is, two issues ago, we had this explanation about where Superboy's been. Just Gemworld. And that's the whole thing. Time changed around him. He had no idea somehow Gemworld didn't change, even though it ha- did in the New 52. But this is what happened to Superboy. In the last issue, we had Impulse talk about, um, you know, during this time, I don't know, <laughs> Mirror Master sent him to another dimension, and he just ran and then ran to a future and then ran back, and he's here. Yeah, and he saw you a know, future where they were dead and stuff like that. So, yeah, no explanation. So, in this, you get a-, a bunch of things. You do get where I saw people on Twitter. Oh, my God, I couldn't just stand it. I was crying when Barry and Impulse, Barry and Bart got together and hugged. You don't get you, know you don't what? get anything. I wish I could get any kind of real positive emotion out of this whole thing because I love Bart Allen. The idea of him finally doing something with Barry Allen or the rest of the Flash family ever since Flash number 50 where the speed barrier broke. He came out and that's all. Bob's your uncle at this point because nothing has happened with it. So when Barry Allen comes up to Impulse here and says, Kid Flash – it's almost a smack to the face in my mind yeah, because Kid what Flash. does that mean to anybody? Because he should be Kid Flash, and but for some reason he's impulse in this and nobody remembers anybody's time as the Teen Titans together before Flashpoint. And I just want like, do you remember him as, uh, uh, you know, again, Kid Flashberry? We even had people are, come are you up to him up yourself? What's and happening? say things different at, at yeah. a point where like, how would they remember fan. you? Yeah. <laughs> like, how would you know? So he starts going back and forth with stuff and 
where we have a problem and, with Tom King, and, but I've never seen anything where Brian Michael Bendis has proven that he knows anything of what well, happened. Even before. if you think about it like that, you know, the idea has Barry remembered this entire time and not said shit to anybody about anything? Yeah. Like, you know, like, well, I guess, yeah, what you know, Bart Allen's just gone. I, I guess, well, that's a mystery that nobody's ever going to solve, especially if I keep my mouth shut and don't tell anybody about yeah, it. Yeah. Like, what do you do? What are you playing yeah, right what's here? What's going on? Is it like Wally? And when you're there, all of a sudden it sparks your memory, but then you would say that. And also just the idea Say that something. you end up having the most nonsense recap where he tries. There's things where I say I'd rather have recap naturally through dialogue than full narration, unless you can get the narration done in one box and get over with. But where you have Brian Michael Bennett, you just have the sing song deal. And even that drives you nuts because does it even make sense where you have Yay, Young Justice, everyone okay, all accounted for? Yeah, yeah, we were in New Mexico. Yeah, by the way, that was yesterday. My parents are going to kill me. This is Naomi. I've had my parents two days. Two days are powers now. Two days since the Naomi. And I know that it's weird to go book to book to book, but when you start having your characters that Brian Michael Bendis likes to throw into other things, too much has happened and too <laughs> she has been around for so much and if you just go by the issue number six of naomi and just all the things that have happened it doesn't matter timeline i'm just saying how long he is meandering with nothing you have had so much you have had the whole city of bane year of the villain hell arisen infected all these stories can take place and brian michael bendis in his mind is still dealing with two days of things that's why we hate your books because nothing happens in them they all stand around then you just have wonder girl flying don't forget leviathan no, everybody wants to forget Leviathan. See, now, Go to hell. Wonder Girl is another problem for me because when we had her reintroduced for Wonder Comics here, you know, the, the Young Justice where it seemed like, all right, it seems like Zeus is her father. We're going for the pre-Flashpoint Cassie Sandsmark origin yeah. that we have here. And Because we were is, talking at that point, the silent armor and all that. Okay, I yeah, guess yeah, that's I'm saying, not well, on the When she was board. reintroduced here, it feels like it's a, a back yeah. to basics, you know, pre, pre-Flashpoint era that we have here with Cassie. And I'm like, okay, I could deal with that. Even when Zeus showed up and it said, this takes place before when he died in Wonder Woman. I'm like, yeah. okay, even everything they talk, it really felt like a father relationship. Even says, you're just like your mother. Like when Zeus says that, that, that feels almost like, you know, he, he knows her mother intimately. Yeah. But this whole thing that we have here out of nowhere, we've just, Brian Michael Bendis and Gary Frank, I'm going to throw, I'm not Gary Frank, freaking David Walker. Yeah. I guess they decided together that we're going to have the we're new 52 Wonder Girl here 52. because now Zeus is her grandfather. I guess Lennox, the demigod that Wonder Woman fought in the new 52, is her father once again. And now she's going to go around calling Wonder Woman Auntie Diana. And the thing is, what you were doing with that was it seemingly so that you weren't also dealing with the new 52 connor yeah. and tim drake who and were bart. on a team and bart they were on a team with her that's what we thought okay it makes sense you're introducing everybody's out of time let's besides, see the mystery if you want to go from rebirth on where things started like slipping out or even the time shifts that we've had ever since Which doomsday Bart's clock and stuff kind like of that whatever you want to do in all this but with all that it throws everything out of whack again and then, you know, when are you going to get to, hey, this gem world stuff, but we were on a team together, but we weren't because nobody remembers that it just throws everything out. It made it's funny because we thought he messed up originally or at least thought, eh, I don't want to deal with explaining things. I'm going right. to go and we wanted more of an explanation. But, Obviously. but with it, though, 
That made more sense (laughs) It made more sense overall Now all of a sudden you're going back Oh, by the way And it just seems like Brian Michael Bendis is one of those guys where Tanya And the worst part is When that happened That was part of the lies Yeah, yeah Well, the the thing in my mind Tanya Tanya, yeah Tanya watches a lot of these You know, true crime stuff And listens to podcasts And you always are told And it's one of the big things With anything like that Is the more people talk, the more they get themselves in trouble. You end up having somebody who killed somebody and buried a body. All you say, I don't know anything about it. They always add details. They always go a little too far to catch themselves. And that's what Brian Michael Bendis does. You give him enough time to explain something and he will fuck it up. He will fall and trip over himself as he's trying to explain things. He will go against things. And then you have infuriating things like in this issue that already feels not because we've seen these scenes in this book. But we've seen them already in other books because he wanted to jam the characters all around. So when you see the cleanup, you're like, cleanup? Like, this happened months ago. And we get to this, and then you go through the point of view of Yolanda Chen, who's there passing out water. And you get more of her, which you don't get much anyway. And I think that this is, you know, we're going to have this girl go on and on. I think you, you say no, but he likes I, I to can't get see these. Her coming back. He I only he likes these characters to have first of like, you can't have her in a suit here because later when she becomes a superhero, now this is her first appearance that becomes a collector's item. Now she has so, all this stupid stuff, but you have that. And then you have some very important things. Barry Allen shows up. Hey, kid flash. That doesn't make sense. Hey, hey, adult where, flash. Where have you been? Where have you been? No, 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 no. Tony, this whole thing, for for this whole mystery of Bart Allen here, Impulse, I want to know more. What we get here is I'm going to read it line for line. Like, KK Flesh, hey, adult flesh, it's you. It is. Wow, it is you. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you. Look at you. How long has it been? (laughs) Look at me. Well, and we we don't do anything (laughs) with it. That that's such nothing. Hey, hey, what did Batman say to you? Uh, what did Superman say to you? And then when you do see what Superman said or explained, we already know. It. We already know it. Uh, hey, I took a picture. You're so concerned with nothing. Hey, I took a picture of you punching Lex Luthor. All right, that's great. We we solved this. You know, we read this, and then you end up with, hey, hey, Cassie. Pretty cool team you got there. Thanks, Andy, Diana. Well, that's yeah, the thing is, you should where, be the leader. You, and you, get- you want to find out more about Impulse here. All the thing is Barry's like, yeah, I was kind of jealous watching you with your team before. Like, we're talking about his team and not the explanation yeah. about timelines changing ever since he nope. fucked up with Flashpoint or anything yeah. like this. And even then, when you have the, hey, let's talk super speed, and then they go – and I love the idea where you read the thing and it's pretty much the same thing over and over in the super scene. <laughs> That's a lot of questions to answer. <laughs> we only want one. What the fuck happened? And so you go and then I, I just wanted to make sure you're doing okay, Bart. How long has it been? Another how long has it been? But you're safe. Yeah, you're okay. They never answer. This nope. is just the idea where you call me over to your house. Hey, you know how the universe is a big mess. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's what you happens. You sons of bitches. That's what happens. And then things just pop up. Hey, you well, know I've what? I've been trying to figure out why. I'm oh, a, uh, please yeah. talk about Flashboy. Talk about uh, something that, that makes that's, sense you have what just we've been the dealing with. most ridiculous stuff. The last decade. The most ridiculous things. And, and Brian Michael Bendis makes it so nobody even has to interrupt. These people have worse attention span than me. It'd be me going over to your eye. You say, oh, 
the podcast is over. I have some real problems. I need you to come over and talk to me. And I go to I'm like, oh, man, haven't seen you in a while. Haven't seen you. So what about the podcast? Yeah. All right. See the ya. podcast. See ya. Podcast. Casting pods. <laughs> Never now, thought of that. thing is, you want to have the interaction between our main tr- like trinity that you have. Your Superboy talking to Superman, which you're going to get in action comics and different yeah. things going on. And it Tim Drake and Batman, no I don't really need that. I need he, Bart he, and I, Flash. I kind of want that as well, but... You don't get much of that here, except for a normal Batman Tim hey, stand. You know, Tim, what, you're Wonder doing Girl, great. Wonder Woman. I want to see more of that, but for some reason, we changed the whole origin now. But the whole thing, I need to see now because there's no reason in my mind it wouldn't happen. John Stewart needs to look at Teen Lantern yeah. and know what the fuck's going on. I was going to say on. earlier, Teen Lantern and Kelly, she's just flying around using things, and John's right there. Never says a word. Never says like, how anything. How are you using? This freaking willpower or right she now. She goes over because you know she's been to the the Hall of Justice and things like that and, and the issues. But she goes over. Hey, I never was introduced to you. Hi, I'm the Teen Lantern, but I'm not really a lan- you know something. But you don't get anything. Something. You don't, even at one point, that's all I want from this book. Oh. And even when you when you get to the end, it says next. Yeah. Spoiler. Well, that's not what I want. <laughs> no, it's not. I just even when you waste a whole spread page with, yeah, you know, you have a great team. Lead them well, Cassandra. No, no, I don't lead them. I, it's a good path. One, you were clearly, but she just said she doesn't. And then everybody stops. Oh, Auntie Diana. Everybody stops to smirk at each other. Mm-hmm. You, you have Connor look at, at, at Tim. Tim's like, yeah, she ain't leading. Like, what are they thinking at this point where they all stop? Batman and Superman are looking at each other. Uh-huh. I just want to think back. It's like, everybody you becomes you guys- dumb. Do you guys remember when you did this in Young Justice before, back in the late 90s? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't even know. I, I want Batman. Like I said, I don't. If you're going to get Batman talking to Timmy, he's going to say just the same nonsense things. Are you okay? Yeah. Pretty good team. That's all they say. I want him to say, yeah, by the way, I, I keep getting this goddamn tuition bill. You ain't going to school. You took a left turn at Albuquerque, you asshole. You didn't even tell me, but I tracked your ass. I know what's going on. There's something, but you don't get it. And just the the infuriating thing of Bart and Barry, where this should be answers after answers. Should be the answers. biggest moment of this, this book in be, my mind outside of Superboy stuff. When the hell did you show up? And why do I rem- remember you? I don't know. I came out of the you Speed Force. You mean you force. remember me and you never came looking uh, on uh, yeah. Grandpa Barry? Hey, hey, Grandpa Barry, I came out of the Speed Force at the end of the Flash War when the barriers were shut down and all those forces. I mean, that Fuerza, you know, whoo, whoo, she's hot. And, and then you have the idea. That strength force like, is crazy, yeah, isn't it, Grandpa oh, Barry? My, it, it's strong you as hell. you dealt with that a while lately? <laughs> <laughs> and so you just you have. that forever force of Grandpa Barry. It, it gets to the point with this is, and because it's like me trying to like, all of a sudden I say to Where's you. Where's Jake Garrick at? Oh, Grandpa he Barry. Say, Where's Max Mercury? Say my name. That's what he's with this. It'd be like me saying, hey, Eric, I know that you don't want to do this, but I'm going to start a sliders podcast. And you say. You didn't watch any sliders. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fake it till I make it. And I just get on a podcast like, I expect this to happen. I sit there and go, sliders, huh? Pretty cool when they're jumping around. Like I'm just making. That's what this is. You have Barry Allen show up, and I don't think he knows what to even say because he hasn't been reading. If somebody left the Patreon, and the reason for leaving was there's not enough sliders podcasts on there, you would immediately start doing one. And here, I'm telling you, I would, but I'd be like. All right, everybody, welcome to the Sliders Podcast. Sliders. Sliders. 
It's the thing that you wanted. And then I'd go, okay, my favorite slider, it's like a roast beef with a pepper jack cheese. So I go, I go with what I know, Eric, and I hate pepper jack cheese. But still, with all that, so liar. he ends up having too many things go on in his book. So he can't quite possibly tell any sort of story. But he also seems like he doesn't either know what to say between these characters or it's not his place if barry allen shows up with impulse but he's been told hey you can't really reveal this because that's going to deal with the timelines things like that and i'll give you a hint don't put barry allen in here and don't have him say nonsense it doesn't matter eric is what i say it's <laughs> it nonsense. never does it's such nonsense another month another issue of young justice it doesn't oh matter my- God. And, and then you end up where Tim does go off with Batman. You see him like put it in hand. He's got the big Batman buster suit on. He's the buster. And uh, what do he say? Eh. <laughs> and then you just. Whatever. And you just have Yolanda. Anybody want the waters? Oh, do you have food? We do have food. We can't have food. I'm hungry. Food, 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 we have food. a character here, Yolanda Chen, and we're revealed that her last name is Chen by the end. I'm like, are you remaking Yolanda Montez That's here? what I and thought. And I thought that the entire time until they said Chen. I'm like, oh, she's nobody. Yeah. Okay. If, if, Goodbye, if Yolanda. If it was Yolanda Montez, then that is a – we have a soft spot for old Yolanda. We would have had a ball. I mean, it would have been great. But well, I'm saying she's Wildcat right now on the Star Girl TV show, so we want to bring sense, her back right? to this here. Yeah, yeah, we like her. But nope, passing out the water, Yolanda Chen. Yolanda hey, Chen, just, just like food the, the, truck the entrepreneur with her daddy. The dialogue in this, you, you can't have Yolanda passing out the water and say, "Hey, what's your name, girly? How much for the little waters?" And then what's he says, "Oh, it's Yolanda." <laughs> No, no, you have to go, and I, I swear to God, this is where I was saying, remember when I said before we started, that Brian Michael Bendis is writing, he doesn't have an eraser, so he screws up, but then he makes it something where, hey, Yolanda, what's up? How do you know my name? Oh, your dad's yelling over there. <laughs> like, wh- why did you need to waste my time with that little inner? Like, all you have to do is have her introduce herself. And the thing is, are they a food truck or are they just goodwill? Like, you know, we used to have goodwill no, trucks come out when I was a firefighter I, and no, do stuff. Because I the thing think is, this is a disaster and they're going to let everybody have some free food for it because, because they're the donating thing is, it. As a food truck, what I expect from a food truck besides amazing food whenever I went on the street to have a clever name on the side of the truck. Mm-hmm. This is just a green truck. And I'm like, I, I actually just went through. I'm like, did I miss the clever name? Because I was upset about it. I'm like, no, it's just a green truck. I'm like, I, what, what, what do they specialize in this food truck? Sliders. It's <laughs> what they specialize in. And, 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 they, and while they're doing it, Eric, they dress up like they're from Quantum Leap. It's all over what the place. What does that even mean? They don't know. <laughs> dressing up like you're from Quantum Leap. I like, just, do I have to dress all I'm outrageous like I'm Quantum in your leap. That's what you do. I mean, yeah. So you spit off a Quantum and Woody? You're Al, and you know who I am? Ziggy? No. no Are I, you on my hand? I'm just somebody I'm that- slapping I'm you? somebody that Al just jumped into. I'm me. Sam? But Al, yeah. Sam? Sam is in me, What's right? Wrong with you? Go watch some TV. Uh, what, what do you think I have? Time? I ain't yes. got no time. Listen, I, I sit there and watch TV. I can't pay attention. Everything ends up like this issue. I see things flying around, nothing's hitting. I'm there. I, I just watched six issues of sl- episodes of Sliders. I don't even know what the hell happened. 
That's what happens. This Eric. is why we can't have a wrestling podcast. No, I've been watching a lot of wrestling. I know what happens there because that that gets my attention. <laughs> I'm I'm riveted by that. I mean, really, all I keep waiting for is each week is to have some carpool karaoke. That's all I need, Eric. And I'm waiting for it. But hang, on, <sighs> we'll get to that eventually. It's got my Kevin Owens shirt in today. Kevin too. Owens, he he should do the carpool karaoke. He he just he looks like he would fill that role. But yeah, uh, you, I don't know if I should do a wrestling podcast. <laughs> with you now. Hey, we're doing the SummerSlam podcast, so we're going to at least do that. And just to prove that we should never do one again, it might end up being we have a lot of crazy theories. But yeah, all this is this is a weird calm down issue. I saw some people Whoa, with all the stuff we're getting in this book. I, I needed a break. Thank God we slowed down the pace. The pay, what, what, That's like somebody sitting there during an ice age, sitting there. Oh, my. Whoa. Look at that. Or I'm out in my backyard. Oh, my God. I'm watching this grass grow. But thank God it didn't grow any this day. I couldn't take any more of the grass growing. And so what you end up getting is a very odd victory lap type issue with characters going to see other characters smiling at each other, hugging. And then you have Naomi. Hey, I'm going to head off here. I know we I've only had my powers two days. And in that time. I ended up going to Metropolis. I ended up fighting Leviathan. Leviathan. Did I ended his up thing, fighting Came back that. with the Legion of Doom. And Red just Klaus imagine, the Invisible Mafia done all their stuff. She's had her powers two days at this point, right? And then I forgot because they end up, hey, say hi to your mom and dad. They're awesome. You know, because, you know, Ronnie and, and stuff. And, but you have, you have all this thing going on. Two days powers. That's infuriating of what happened. But... <laughs> One of those days they spent the day at her parents' house. The night. They spent, Well, I'm saying they spent an overnight, so you're taking even that out of it. So she's really only been And then we went to Nevada and with, took down Star Labs. But that's saying that she's only been on the Justice team one day. Because the first day that she got the powers is when she went to go hang out with Superman and Batman, went to the Hall of Justice. Then she went to the, t- the Young Justice, spent the night. And now this, everything else has happened in this day that they're dealing with. They've done a lot in this day. This is the longest day ever. It's just ridiculous because you have a Brian Michael Bendis who is stalling until he can have Naomi season two. And then he can reveal things because that's his own personal book there. And it's his character. And he could get that to sell by, oh, my God, look at her power set. But why is she here? This is where I'm saying about Barry Allen being in this, and you can't say or do anything. Why do you have Naomi even in this book? All she keeps saying is, I don't know my powers. I don't know my powers. I've only been here two days while Kelly's swinging around doing nonsense. You have Jenny Hex who does, what about her junk in the trunk? We get shit about that, and she's, I want to date the Wonder Woman. That's all we get here. I hear that, Jenny. That's all you get, though. You know, I want to know where she got that cool 80s vest. That's all I need, Eric. It's cool. Thrift shop. Yeah, she's a freaking Macklemore. (laughs) It's the thrift shop. I don't know how that song goes. I don't know what that is. It's a song. She got it from the designer. That motherfucker, he he ended up having some extras. But yeah, even at the points where you have a whole issue of all these things and Ginny Hicks just sits around. You can see her in the background of everybody just sitting around doing shit. And I'd like to date her. What's her thing? Like, please, please give us something. Amethyst, she at least had the, the sense to get the hell out of here and went Damn back right. to Gem World. Have her gem, she? hashtag <laughs> Gem World problems. She got out. That's when you know things are going bad, when people think Gem World's better. I'm going to go to the house, Sapphire. 
I don't even know what's going on in this nonsense. But yeah, you end up having this victory lap. Everybody's here. Hey, Barry, let's race. Oh, let's talk in speed time. Let's talk about nothing in speed time. Hey, uh, you're talking about universe shattering things, and yet you're more concerned about a food truck. You know, you come out of this talking, eh, the world, you know, hey, how about that timeline? It's like, a, you know, it's just like the wild and crazy guys over here doing their, their shtick. And then you just get back to, hey, we're a great team right now. Let's go. And then you have Yolanda. Food truck pulls up to the Hall of Justice. Hey, hello, Wonder Twins. I'd like to introduce myself. I'm Yolanda Chen, and I'm going to be the new intern. All right, there we go. So we'll see what's I'll going on. I'll show you on. your locker. Next, spoilers. They're going to show her locker, and then she's going to get, you know, some of that hazing. They're going to shove her in that damn locker and then put a, a pie to her face. We don't That's do what hazing you anymore, do. Jim. They do at the Hall of Justice. That, that happens behind that those walls, Eric. They're old school there. The old heads, they, they like to do it that way. But how do you think that Drake got his name? I still think it was a prank. <laughs> they put him up to it. But, yeah. You end up with the water, and you're right. You should have a food truck name, and something I, clever. Yeah, like pancakes galore. Let me know what you're up to with this food truck. Yeah, what are you? What are you serving? What are you cooking? Because she ends up going to take the water. Couldn't even have the iced tea. And I don't like iced tea, but still water. Who wants water? I mean, really? I, I kind of want water no, get more than iced tea. Soda, something like that. You know, these, these they're are superheroes. Yeah, they're Jim. superheroes with metabolism out the wazoo. They don't need the water. They Holy need the impulse. calories. They're gonna wither away. <laughs> you know, you're gonna have. They're gonna problems. keep their bodies going. And even that, like, there's food. No, tell us what food. I want to know some of the cool things. And if you're gonna get funny. Just make it like the Bat Burger and just go nuts. You're like, hey, we got the Lex Luthor, the hoagie. And they're like, I don't like Lex that. Luther hoagie. And then you have Connor. I get, <laughs> That's not appetizing I, at all. I get that. And then he's like, like this? And then he shows the picture of him hitting him. And then you're funny. I don't know. What do you think wow. they serve? What do you? Because the problem is, is the whole deal. Hey, do you want to give out the waters? You want to cook? Well, pick the cook because there's no cooking going on. Nobody gets any Nobody food. wants food. Nobody gets food. I like just think that's what Ginny Hex is doing the entire time, just ordering mm. thing after thing. She, I'm telling you, that food went it went to waste, and then Yolanda's dad's like, that's the last time I helped these assholes. We ended up, this was supposed to be for charity and things like that, and they didn't even eat shit. But there you go. They they stole his, his daughter from him. He's, you know, she's gone. Now who's going to pass out the water? He's got left with that son of his. He doesn't look like he's up to anything good, right? Oh, God, why? I don't know. Because he's in the food truck. Get a real job, pal. <laughs> it's a family business. I think they make crepes. It's something nonsense, right? They probably have cheese crepes sticks. Crepes are delicious. They probably have cheese sticks with, with freaking onions and green peppers. Stuff like that. Just nonsense stuff. I don't say know. green peppers because onions are fine on Philly cheesesteaks. Uh, but the combo, Eric. I, I made a cheesesteak earlier today for But green Ray. peppers by themselves are fine? No, I hate green peppers. Exactly. Uh, no, I Just hate, say the green peppers. I hate green peppers. If I walked by and they were on the ground, you know, still growing, I, I'd kick them. I'd kick them right in their face because I don't like I think like, you might have an anger problem. I don't like those green peppers. They, you know, and I also don't like my wife. How about that? <laughs> no, she's mad well, at me. Everybody knows she's that. She's mad at me right now. She, she's okay. She, so everything's the same. She doesn't like me too much, and I am up it's, in my room now. No Everybody's screaming stuff yeah, like yeah. that. You are not saying anything that sounds any different than mm. any other podcast. There's some things that are different. I ain't getting into that. <laughs> that. That's personal, Eric. So what are you trying to do? What are you trying to get from me, asshole? What, what did you give this? I end up giving this a four point five out of ten. I'm going four. I've, 
I really enjoyed the art in this issue. It's just that I needed some substance here. While people can think, you know, oh man, it's the interactions between our young Justice Heroes and the League, like Justice League Heroes. Sure, that it's a big deal to some people, but I needed something to come out of it, and you did not get that here at all. It all just seemed to be like, look at Yolanda Chen doing what her her dream of becoming an intern <laughs> uh, at the Hall I of Justice. I actually have to point some more things out here because it makes me laugh. There's the dad, right, in his nonsense food truck that doesn't even have a catchy slogan. Like, I need you to come up with something. You know, how about chips and dips? Uh, they sell bananas. You end up where they go, right? What? They drop Yolanda <laughs> off. She's like, and he's like, oh, an internship, right? All right. Hey, we'll show you locker and all. And that dad, we'll be out here when you're done. I'm, I'm thinking this is like a three-month-long <laughs> internship that you stay over, and he's just going to sit out there. He's going to camp out there and sell shit. He's working. Shit. He ain't going to sell crap outside that. Well, actually, that's I'm saying, a, people are there that's every a single location. day. What are you talking about? I don't think they have a permit for that, though. I think there could be some trouble. Permit, I think permit. there's troubles, right? Would you have like a frozen banana with chocolate and call that like the grod? Would, would that be overstepping things, the grod? No. Okay. Well, that no, would be no, good. Thing, no, no, it wouldn't be good. I'm like, who? Oh, it wouldn't. The grod. Like, yeah, the thing is, it's a banana. Let's not, thing is, I'm just talking about, like, let's not name things after, you know, mass murderers or serial oh, killers yeah. to really whet your appetite. So the peanut butter sandwich can't be the apex peanut butter? That's all I got. I don't have much. Can the we peanut have, butter sandwich. How about we have the rose and thorn? What that is is a cup of coffee. Because that I'm helps just talking you rise. about like you know clever food names that go with it. It doesn't need to be associated with superheroes or supervillains. Well, give me a give me a food. I'm gonna come up with a class. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. I would call it the. Uh, how about the ace ace the hot dog stand? Would you like that? How about crypto? You got. How about that? they sell gelatos and the thing's called the Hall of Gelatos? That'd be pretty good. How about what you now do? Now I'm just associating with it because where they are right now. Well, what you do then is what you end up. Somebody comes up, hey, I'll have you know that drink. They give it to them. Like, what is this? this? Is just a cup with ice? Yeah, that's just ice. That's what we sell. Get the hell out of here. Cut you, the custard. You just spent five dollars on a cup of ice. Is what you did, and now just you're done. Ice. You don't have a lot of return customers, or you could have. How about this? Parrot ice, right? You got that parrot ice? I don't think that works very well. It doesn't. It doesn't at all. You have Jimmy Buffett music playing, stuff like that. Everybody, you know, you get you get kicked out. Ice parrot. Yeah. How about you? you <laughs> <laughs> I'm Fucking trying to. I was thinking, how about you end up? Uh, you sell jelly, and it's Jelly World. Would you like that? I have nothing. I really don't. <laughs> Why are you keeping this going if you have nothing? I don't know. I, I keep thinking I'm going to, you know, kind of stumble into something like a Brian Michael Bendis, but I'm being like Brian Michael Bendis. I'm not coming up with anything. I'm sorry. You're giving us nothing, Jim. <sighs> You're right. You're right. Four out of ten for me. <laughs> I do like the art. I just, you, you, you have a book that could tell information. And if we got a little information, I could deal with it. But when you get issue after issue of nothing after, I can't take it anymore. And so if this would have been the cool down issue where we had heard everything was hidden, we know all about the characters. And then you just have an issue where they get to hang out with the Justice League. This would be good. It would be a neat moment. Plus, you would already have told information so that you can, you know, lay it out there. But when you keep doing the same thing. 
it, it's just it is insanity. It is Eric, and I can't stand it. Four out of ten. What is your book of the week? My book of the week is Deceased Dead Planet number two. That is mine as well. And I'm going to go through what we're going to talk about next week. And if you want to listen to everything, two of these books will be on the Patreon pick by the badasses. They get fresh coop and poop. And I wonder what it will be. I have my ideas. But we have Batman and the Outsiders number 15. That's coming to a close. Unfortunately, you end up having... You know, Brian Hill only tell this one overly long story that kind of got stuck in the middle of the year of the villain, and it, it didn't really amount to much, but it did look okay for a while. Dark Knight's Death Metal number three. If you weren't on the Patreon, you didn't hear us talk about the Legends of the Dark Knight book, and I said that I'm very worried that Dark that, Knights, that Jim. thing ended, Dark Knights. Yeah, that thing ended up driving me nuts and i think that i'm a little less enthused for the dark knight's death metal now we also have detective comics number 1025 which is a joker war collateral damage issue that (sighs) if you remember eric the last issue ended where you had the next batwoman so we were kind of looking forward to that so that's a a cool deal right you looking forward to the batwoman sorry yes i usually look forward to the batwoman's but the last time we got the batwoman's was in the batgirl and she didn't do shit that is true (laughs) maybe she's still chasing the kg beast hawkman number 26 we have coming up death becomes them Yes, They're the the cover is pretty awesome. It has, I dig it. Has a bunch of skeleton skulls, skulls, and stuff. Jim. skulls. Crazy. That's how you know it's badass. You see, <laughs> it is badass. If they are skeletons and skulls, that means Batman will be fighting them. Is what I heard. Yeah, no, 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 having- no, Bane is sitting on top of this. And then Batman. Well, then if Bane's sitting on top, then Catwoman would fight them, Eric. Right? Then Catwoman would. Oh my! <laughs> Justice League. Sorry, YouTube. Justice League Odyssey number 23. Pretty crazy cover there, too. Rage of the Green Lantern. We'll see how that goes. We've been enjoying I that. I can't That's- wait to find out what happens with this with Jessica Cruz and freaking uh, Dagger. Uh, was it Gamma Knife? Gamma Knife and, and Omega Coming Mama. back in time, Omega Mama? Yeah. And that book is heading for a cancellation. Last issue, I believe, is on in October. So I can't have anything nice. Superman number 24, At the Mercy of Fate. Have mercy, Eric. Xanadoth is going to make his mark known, Jim. Yes, he is. Yes, he. I made my mark known back in the day when I wore underwear, Eric. But that's not here nor there. The Flash number seven fifty-nine. Yeah, really. Possessed by his greatest foe. Will we? He's got that get- vibration. That frequency's <laughs> just right. Now he's yeah, Doctor Sam Beckett. And and on the cover, you end up, and it looks like uh, possibly it looks like a Howard Porter cover. You end up having. Uh, Iris, hey Barry, are you okay? It's none of your concern, Iris. Now leave me. He's not even playing the game right. I mean, really, really <laughs> leave me alone, Iris. But we'll see how the insight goes. I hope that I hope this some, gets better. I hope there's some progression. I uh, do want the, some more Legion of Zoom, though. Now, with this whole idea of the reverse flash being inside and taking over Barry's body while Barry is in the nether world. Uh, do you think nether that, world. that it, well, he's not in the speed force. He has no idea he's where he is inside himself. Yeah, I well, guess he, he didn't say, he says, I don't know where the hell I am, but wherever he is, but 
do you expect this to last more than one? Because a lot of times when you get these big things from Joshua Williamson, it only lasts half an issue, and then we pop. Well, we had Jesse Quick and Max Mercury at the end of last issue coming after Barry, so I hope that plays into something. Zombies. So yeah, so I don't know why it wasn't Johnny Quick. The Green Lantern season two, number six. Who goes there? It says not me. Yeah, it looks like a bunch of nonsense. And uh, the Wonder Woman's, Eric. Wonder Woman number 760. Is that all you got? She's fighting the Iron Giants? I think she's fighting Iron Giants, Sentinels, and possibly Eric Shea. Omega Titans? It might be. It's the Transformers. Did you read the uh, Transformers book this week? No, I did not. The My Little Pony Transformers book. I sent it to you. You did? I wanted you to check it out. I started looking through it, and I'm like, I'm not reading this. And then I closed it. My Little Pony, the Transformers. I thought that was right up to your alleys. Half of my alley. That's why I know, My Little Pony. It's okay. Actually, here it's pretty good. Yeah, I I thought it'd be kind of funny. You know, I you like when the Archies meet the peoples. Do so I? I thought maybe no, but I thought maybe you'd like the Transformers, and it's like friendship I'm in you, disguise. I waited like almost ten years for Freddy versus Jason to happen, and I hated that movie. Did you see that it was like it said friendship in disguise? <laughs> yep, it made me laugh. It's yep. kind of like me and you. We're friends here. I'm talking to you in the normal world, I see you at the Walmarts. I walk the other way, and you'd be the same. I appreciate it, and we both appreciate that. <laughs> I have not been in Walmart in months now. I, I was want... there earlier today. I don't need the COVID. Then why do you keep having people in your house? I don't. I sit here. I was down in the basement. Everything was fine. <laughs> was it? Everything was, was it perfect. Fine? I was down there just breathing in the mold, all that stuff. Next thing you know, it's underwater. I'm getting shocked. I fall in. I end up with water in my mouth. All right, Eric. That's it. That's the end. If anybody's of the getting the COVID, it's you. I'm getting everything, but it's one of those things. I think the COVID would cure half the things that I. And what I mean is life. Hey, Eric. What's <laughs> wow. going on? What's going on, people? Hey there, everybody. What do we say hey, at the Eric end of the Shea podcast? It's Eric Shea and Debbie Downer here. <laughs> <laughs> Finishing up hey. this episode. Hey, everybody. Here we are. It's the Friday morning fart song. And after that, it's Debbie Downer time where I talk about how I want to hang myself. I want to die. All right. Yeah, say, and after that we'll have a rock block of Steely Dan to, to get everybody going. All right. Yeah, they say I'm a pain in the neck, but not enough. <sighs> what do we say at the end there? Everybody have a great week. Week. Keep it weird. Weird. And we'll see you in seven. See you in seven. Oh!